Hello and welcome to the Raptor Show on Sportsnet. I'm your host, William Liu. This is 10 hours exactly after... Uh, actually, this is 9 hours exactly after uh, we recorded our previous episode uh, with friend of the program, Oren Weisfeld. Shouts to Oren Weisfeld, uh, who does not know Israeli hoops, did not know Omri Caspi. Um, but yeah, appreciate Oren. Um, after that recording, which I believe wrapped up around 1 a.m., um, you and I talked briefly about, are we going to just record our second episode and finish up our work for the week, essentially? Um that night, which would have taken us probably to like two thirty a.m. after producing, probably three a.m. And both of us at least made the decision not to do that. But here we are, nine hours later. Literally, pod, go to sleep, wake up, come back on to uh, this program. So, Alex, man, how how you holding up? Yeah, what's up, man? I kind of I kind of prefer recording in, in the morning. I had a lot of fun recording. Really, in the morning on on Monday, and and I feel like. You know, we're, we're delivering an episode uh, every day, and I know obviously you're doing your own episodes as well, holding it down. But you know, getting that out of the way first thing, and I feel like the energy is pretty good in the morning too. I don't mm. know if you find in the evenings, maybe because I'm I'm older. I'm 38, boy. Shouts to Bobby, um, please hire a coach. And like, I don't know, I, I do get a little tired uh, towards the end uh, on those on those late night recordings. Like, I don't feel like I'm picking up energy towards the end. I don't know about you. No, I'm different. But I, I think what I do is I, I, I schedule my, my espressos so that oh. I have a little more energy. So okay. typically what I do is I wake up and I have a double espresso, um, mm. like first thing in the morning. And then that holds me over until if I'm working and like at, at the office, everything like that, I'll probably have like an actual coffee, like probably four o'clock. You know, um, mm. like a, I don't know, I'm not even going to say cold brew, just like a hot brew, just a regular brewed coffee. All right. Okay, at, at 4 okay. p.m. I didn't, I didn't know you had a routine like that. This no, but like a, okay. because these games are at 830 and then we're potting afterwards, I've just been taking a, a single espresso roughly around 730 to eight o'clock. Okay. Um, so usually after going out to, to shoot for like 30 minutes, um, get a little exercise, come back, take a shot. And then I tap in for greenie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> to the big, the big green machine, man. The green monster. Mm. Mm. Yeah. No, that's great, man. I, I didn't know. I didn't know you had a whole routine. Um, even at the office. Have you been back to the office since we recorded our last in-studio show? So I, I was back at the office once. And that mm. was, that was like two, two Tuesdays ago. We got invited to the MLNC run. Oh, uh, with a, with, oh uh, that's right. Some friends of the program. Shouts to Black Dragon Roll. Shouts to Mark Valena. Mm. Shouts to Dwayne Watson, Akil Augustine, other people that were there. Um, and so that was cool. It was on the rooftop of Canoe Landing, which um, you know, actually a really gorgeous like place to play basketball because you're on the top of a roof. There's like a fence around it, so your air balls don't like fall onto Front Street or whatever. Mm. But um. Yeah, like, I um, yeah, I might, setting. I might go there. I might go there and get some shots up after this. Actually, are you serious? Because... Is that just a drop in? Like, can you just go? Yeah. So I was talking to the guy, and he said, "Yeah, basically nine in the morning, Monday to Friday, until nine in the evening." And he said it's usually pretty quiet, like early afternoon, 
and huh. especially in the morning because most people don't go run until like when we go uh, when we went that time right. at like four or five and yeah. and as you know you know not to dox like that's super close to, to where i am so yeah, yeah, yeah so i'm gonna start you know once my once my plantar fasciitis starts recovering oh, you know, as, as you know i've been dealing with oh, uh, as you know i've been dealing with some plantar fasciitis uh mm. was unable to to make it to the tuesday ball get run this week. Here, bro. but once that recovers i yeah no i'm gonna go get some shots up today probably i didn't know you got shots up no offense just based on the oh shot no, that no, you no, have. no 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 this will be like the first time okay okay got in you. like in like a while like now that i know that this court is available mm-hmm. and it feels like it's going to be like a pretty quiet court where i might be able to just like shoot around yeah um like i'm, I'm definitely going to try to try to work that into my schedule because hopefully you know this summer i, I can i can re- rediscover my shot and and diversify my game a little bit yeah no because you you shoot you shoot like joakim noah essentially mm-hmm. like there's like mm-hmm. a side spin two hands are on the ball and i was about to say you can never make them like i have seen you make threes like even in game um not just in a warm-up setting but at the same time like yeah no, no i no, famously if you, if you bring a three back to your game that's you'd be a, yeah you'd, you'd be a tough player to play man yeah no I, I famously hit more threes at scotiabank arena in february than malachi flynn so we, we that, do have that one on record god damn yeah. that is absolutely true did you make one or two i think you made two. um i made two yeah at both runs um, I, I believe when we were at the CCYA run at Scotiabank, I think I opened with a three, or I opened with a fadeaway jumper. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyways, no, um, that was yeah, wild. The, we really ran the court that day. I think we yeah, were all like five and two. Yeah, I think Trevor scored all the points. Mm. And and once again, I apologize to the community because, you know, I did commit a very hard foul. Which even at the rooftop run, oh, I was, yeah. I, so this is the thing I, I don't think we've told anybody. So at the rooftop <laughs> run, there was like other kids there, so we were playing with this younger group of kids. Yeah, yeah. And you know, clearly, you know, our team was at an advantage, and I was also warned by the person there after I took, I guess, what was called a hard foul. I mean, you watched the play unfold. I didn't think I mm. committed a hard foul. No, but, I was yelling flagrant on the sideline. Man. No, I know, but it's like, was was I really going to? I, I just only know how to play one way, I guess. Okay, let me set up the scenario. So, um, sure, that was a day where you and I both got you invited to two basketball runs in the same day on a Tuesday. So, like four thirty, we were at the rooftop at Canoes Landing, and we we played there for probably like an hour and a half, um, and then later that night we went to play in our usual Tuesday run, which starts at nine thirty. So, um. In that run, when we showed up, we didn't, weren't really sure what we were expecting. I think maybe we were thinking about like, okay, maybe we booked the whole gym for ourselves. But it was more of a drop-in scenario. So there were a whole bunch of kids there. And when I mean kids, I mean like grade 9 to grade 10, like that range. You know, Yeah, like, and de- definitely like smaller in stature, you know, size-wise, all of that. Yeah, on the court. like all of them shaped like Bones Highland. Like, you know, you mm. know, they're, they're grade 9 kids, right? um so we played once and then you guys beat us i think by like one bucket so then you guys stayed on the court and then these kids were like all right man let's play and at first i don't think you guys were taking it too seriously but like these kids could really hoop and i think one of them tried to go baseline on you he had the angle and i, I want to say you horse collared him but you definitely like <laughs> he was definitely on the ground let's just say that much all okay right? but like people can land on the ground for many different reasons like <laughs> okay he, he could right. have like you watch a lot of basketball like he could have just ran into me we're like, talking about ma- a child man no maybe he was coming into my space so 
Like, I, I don't know. Like, I just, you know, <laughs> oh, I, I, I worked it out. I worked it out with the community worker there after who, who called the flagrant and told me to calm down and said that this this behavior is, you know, unaccepted. Like, we, we bonded after. He was the one who told me about the, the ball run schedule. So he was, <clears> he was very kind after. I think it. he realized, I, I, I think, too, he was telling me, like, there's an indoor gym at the bottom, too. And he says yeah. that, like, a lot of fights break out there. Like, I wouldn't be surprised because, you know, let's just pick up basketball. Like, after we, we played on Tuesday, mm-hmm. well, actually, no, you didn't play t- this Tuesday, but after right. the game over on Tuesday, you know, there's a post-game activity. Um, yeah, you know, we hang out. We hang out. Yeah. We, we hang out. Okay. Mm. Um, and so we're just chilling. And there's a indoor, there's like an indoor court inside the building at uh, Waterfront. And then across, like right outside, there's an outside, um, outside basketball court. Um, and people were just like yelling and like getting into like screaming matches and all that kind of stuff. And like, it, it was really hyped. Uh, later I found out after walking by that they were actually just shooting a whole bunch of YouTube videos. So people were kind of acting for the camera. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I, but, I, I can, I can but see ultimately, like that is the vibe, you know, like pickup basketball is like not friendly. No offense to has, has it ever gone contentious for, for you? Like, do you remember any scenario? No, just like in basketball, I'm sure no, it's not in basketball. In soccer. No, in soccer, actually, okay, no, not in basketball. But in, in soccer, you know, things do get kind of more fiery for me. Um, I think mm-hmm. for basketball, for me, I'm just not that serious in terms of just, like, I'm not good enough to get into a fight in basketball. Like, I, you know, that'd be like if um, Ronaldo Balkman came in and started fighting people, which I guess is a bad example because he did fight, like, 25 people in the Philippines, so my bad. But, like... Oh, I wasn't aware of this. I have to look this up. Oh, look that up. It's actually a... It's mm-hmm. kind of disappointing to see, but... Um, fights in Asia, by the way, basketball fights in Asia look different, man. People throwing chairs, there's fans coming on, coaches coming in throwing punches. It's just different. Yeah, remember the big one that happened, I think, in China, right? When the Georgetown team was there? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, wow, um, Ronaldo Balkman had his lifetime ban lifted. Mm, yeah, yeah, he yeah. Got, Wow. Yeah, he was banned by, from the Filipino Basketball Association. By the way, if I'm not mistaken, was that Otto Porter's Georgetown? Yeah, you uh, sent Bulldogs? me a photo. You sent me a photo before. How did I not ask Otto Porter about him getting beat by 25 Asian people? (laughs) No, that's actually... Yeah, that was a big missed opportunity. Yo, I bricked it, man. Because I know when he looked at me, he was like... He was a little shook. (laughs) You know what? He might come back. He might come back for training camp. Right. Of course. If if that happens, then... All right. Next time I see Otto Porter, I'm asking about the fight in in China, man. I actually need that story. No, we're going to have to request it. I feel like Otto, if he's still around, is going to be your new Utah. I don't don't know if there's like a lot of people that that are like dying to like interview him. And and it could be like... I'm sure that people want to hear from him, you know, after Mm -hmm. his his Mm -hmm. long layoff. But after that... I feel like he might be the convenient person for for PR to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we can get you auto porter this week. Right. So I, you. I think you're going to have a good opportunity. You're telling me that the main trait for auto porter is his availability, which uh, I would have to push back on. <laughs> no, again, that's fair. In, injured that's players fair. are not are not permitted or not permitted, but not required to speak to media. So no, um, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, that 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 was um. That was a bad call by me, but I also like you know I was also the one that that called Auto Auto Porter Jr. the best uh, free agent signing in franchise history. I There's think, still time. A month if, if he the, comes back and season. averages eight points per game for sixty games, uh, he would be in contention for a top five free agent signing. I'm not even yeah. Kidding. If if he has a thirty point game in a win, I think that that might be a, enough. A thirty point. Okay, all right, bro. You, you I thought you were gonna say he, like thirteen points. 
You don't think he can get to 30 at this point? I think he can get to 30, but like how many minutes is he having to play to get to 30, man? <laughs> no, man. I need to see him drop a will 10, 38, and 10, man. All right, at least well, over so. the course of a month. Well, that was one of the running jokes about him. But I mean, so uh, yeah, in soccer though, I, I, I'm mm. better as a player, so I will definitely get into more scraps. I, I, I've um, substituted for my dad's uh, um, older men's soccer league. Let's just say. Oh, okay. So it's like thirty. It was like thirty plus, and that's forty plus. My dad's in his fifties now. He playing with the forty plus division, so Yo, I your consider dad's that so a win. young, man. Oh, once, my dad is once in again, very good and, condition as well. Me and your dad are like 15 years apart, which is weird. That freaks me out. So we got to stop <laughs> bringing that up. I know it <laughs> freaks you out too. So I don't know why you're bringing it up. But no, it's, it freaks me out in so many different ways, man. So oh um, sometimes I will come out to play take, for that team. I got to take a pill live on air after that comment. Um, and then one time there was like somebody went in for a slide tackle against my dad. Oh, um, yo, that's personal. That's family, man. And then I literally went out and like, I don't know. I was like, this is very rare where I have like sports rage, but I went out and I was like, and I said, I was doing all this in Chinese, but oh. I went out there. I was like, Hey, I'm not going to beat you up. Uh, where's your son? Where's your son? at? I'm going to no. fight your son. No, I was like, yo, bring hard. me your son. Like I literally no. like walked up to him and I was screaming in his face in Chinese. Like I will fight your son. I'm not going to fight you because I'll definitely beat you. But I, where's your son at? And my dad is like, my dad was like, no. all right, you, you got to chill, son. You asked, oh, no. you <laughs> asked the car the, ride home from Milton? My dad yeah. was, he was beaming. I know he was proud, man. You asked for the other man's kid? Yeah. yeah you yeah. said, I'm going to beat up your son. I, I literally said, where's your son at? Like, bring me your son. Yo. Yo, that's the hardest thing I've ever heard from you, man. Yeah. Damn, man. Yo, that's actually wild, man. No, I can see that rage in you, man. No, soccer is different, though, because soccer is like people don't really like understand how physical soccer is. But people are like genuinely always running full speed. Yeah. And no, then, there's like, very physical. There's very physical moments, right? And I think there's like yeah. probably a buildup throughout the game. Well, I yeah. feel like basketball is similar too. like if you're guarding someone over the course of a game like you know you guys are shoving back and forth like there's just but that's like shoving like that's wrestling like yeah you know, but that, there's like an okay. underlying build-up sometimes you know what i mean like yeah. like 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 it gets physical no, you're I right can't sometimes you sometimes you're guarding a nine-year-old a grade nine oh, kid come on, man. you got a horse collar no, I, I, no, I did not first of all i did not horse oh by the way those kids are giving you buckets man i'm they, sorry they, to, they gave me one bucket no they gave you like three buckets man they, they and i think they like kind of couldn't find the mismatch anywhere else we're they, they we're were, attributing they, we're attributing the other buckets to to Akil Augustine here. Man. Okay, All right. give me one bucket. Right. It's right. hard playing against kids too, man. Like you know, like we were what, forced to try. Out? Yeah, but then like we were forced to because like you guys were all yelling at us from the sidelines because we didn't want to get upset. We were cheering for the kids. The kids almost came. They back almost beat us. Guys. They they yeah. were down. I think they lost. I think they had a couple of game game winning shots, um, like attempts at least. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah. what else on this list, man? You said our guy Vic played zone at the Tuesday ball run this oh, week. Oh yeah, so um, yeah, you missed this uh, this week's run on account of plantar fasciitis. Although mm, yeah. I, I keep seeing you playing golf, self I keep seeing you playing golf. So yeah, um, but golf is just walking; it's not running. You know, yeah. Is walking good for plantar fasciitis? I, I, can't I don't imagine. know. Once again, I'm self-diagnosing. So okay, I, I, I was hoping you at least like faked it and, and drove around in a golf cart or something. No, just no, to, no, just no, to play no. up the injury. No, but yeah. Uh, the okay. plantar, the plant. I think it's mild plantar fasciitis mm, right now. So. Mild plantar fasciitis, bro. This guy's foot is itching. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> Yo, an itchy foot is crazy. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so, yeah, so we were we we're playing the Tuesday run, and that one yeah. is 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 like consistently just the same group of people. Like probably twenty people that come out, fifteen or twenty people come out each week, and then we play. Everyone knows each other by now. Um, you and I have been playing that run dating back to like um what do we like last been around a year it's been around a year i think like or we lost exactly yeah yeah shout out to so, the... mike and trevor for for getting us into that run because it is pretty oh. exclusive it is pretty exclusive but i think that we have assimilated ourselves well like we don't come in um first off like we both have a, a role to play but we are never like the the star player ever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know I like we're not we taking bring... that shot we're not we're we not really we don't bring down the quality of the game usually no no like I, I foul sometimes but that's that's kind of it sometimes? and these are adults so i don't mind fouling yeah. adults no offense um yeah but like you can offensive rebound i can shoot threes like we stay out the way most times we we both commit ourselves to defense right yeah. so uh i don't know man i don't know about oh. you committing yourself to defense okay i i commit you're, blocking fouls that you're no a one little, calls. little michael porter jr at times on on that end yeah i yeah. feel like you you're one of those players where your offense drives your defense I, absolutely actually i completely <laughs> when a couple with, shots fall and somehow i don't know you just look at us and yell at us for some reason every oh, time yeah. you make a bucket you mm. just yell at us um, on, on the sideline. But whenever the shots are falling, I can see your defensive intensity ramping up. No, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Mm. You know what? Next round, I'm going to slap the court. No, Duke, man. Duke, Duke this is not the takeaway. What? Yeah. Anyway, so you weren't mm. there last week. But the, the thing is, this basketball run has been ongoing. And you, you wrote about this at the Toronto Star. I think it's been ongoing since 1997. Yes. In the same area with some of the same crew obviously not everyone's gonna be able to play that yeah long. but there's there's a lot of holdovers who have been playing yeah. yep. for like 20 plus years now so my point is um i don't know in the history of this run dating back to 1997 has there ever been another scenario where a team has went zone mm. i think i think this is what happens when the miami heat make the finals and they even win a game is you see a scenario where so we're playing we play up to games up to 11 um twos and threes and this guy's team vic shouts to vic uh they were down i believe like let's say 10 to 6 right so the other team scores they win and they need like multiple baskets to to get through the finish line and i think they got like four straight stops by pivoting like mid transition in or mid mid possession into a zone and like Vic just called for a zone, and somehow everyone just like snapped into position. Like again, like I I I'd never seen anything like it. They were doing really well with the zone. They only allowed like you know perimeter shots that were fairly contested, rebounded well, and they've successfully made the comeback at the end, winning like twelve to ten, based off of playing the zone. So shouts to Heat culture. It's 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 uh it's going worldwide. Wow, it's permeating into even our Tuesday. Pickup run. So you're saying the zone, as it was designed to, really flustered the other team's offense. Like it was literally them. just like game two against the Nuggets, wow. where the Nuggets had control of that game through three quarters, and all of a sudden the Heat threw in a zone and made a comeback in the fourth quarter. Was there was there a discussion about the ethics of running a zone in a pickup game? No, because everyone there is a true hooper, right? Because like they're right. all guys who have played a long time, like you know. No one's, no one, no one really complains about losing in that thing, right? Like you know, you just got to take your own and go on. And honestly, it was a great comeback. However, yeah. it was one of the scenarios to me where I was like, I don't think I've ever seen zone played in a pickup run 
especially that organized of a zone coming out of nowhere because it's not like at the beginning of the game they decide okay hey for this one we're gonna play zone here's your spots you guys gonna we're gonna play a two three zone or a three two zone in this case it was more of a actually it was almost almost a box and one i would have to say Vic was at the top Mm. but like you know he was communicating and then they had it's kind of like a two two one zone um I'm, I'm talking about this like it's football tactics, like it's a four four two. They're basically playing a four four two, and Man. they just like snapped into position right away. And I don't know, it's great communication. Yeah, because that's that's what you need, especially in that situation. Like you need all five guys to know exactly what they're doing. Right? That was impressive, man. So okay. salute to. Uh, but I mean, let, let us know is is it a faux pas to play zone in a pickup run? Yeah, faux pas and pickup runs. Uh, things that you hate about pickup runs. Yeah. Please um, email me info at stephenlebron.com. As as you realize, you know, seventy three percent of the pods uh, now that we've moved to pod only are, are basically uh, banter pods. So, yeah, especially this one, which we're taking. Um, thanks for all your questions on Instagram. Couldn't get to all of them, but we'll get to try to get to most of them today. Mm. Um, what else, man? You've been cooking a lot lately. I see this twice in the rundown. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm just I'm just very proud of myself because. I think I finally realized that like working from home and mostly doing this podcast and obviously a lot of Raptors news is really quieted down. Like I have a lot more like free time and I I've been really like trying to organize it and trying to like stay locked in. But I also realized I was like, wait, what am I doing? Like I actually have a lot more flexibility to like enjoy my life. And this is not like a work thing. It was just like a personal mentality thing. Like sometimes you're just like mentally really focused on work. And so Mm. this week I was like, no, I'm going to like, try to number one like i I just been ordering way too much takeout and i think it was just a product of like laziness like i actually enjoy cooking and all that kind of stuff. runs in the runs in the family you know what does that mean (laughs) remember your brother was having trouble oh (laughs) (laughs) oh man anyways yeah shots shots my bro shots my bro (laughs) shots a bro yeah um i'm not gonna expose him because his friends listen to this podcast oh man um actually so do so do uh, ronald's co-workers by the way my dad's oh, co-workers really? will give him reports of what i have what, said about my what has dad been on the what has been like snitched to like are there do you have specific examples or like your dad will just relay stuff to you my dad was like you talked about me on the podcast again this week son mm. no but th- yeah that's the thing it's, it's, it's kind of wild his co-workers yeah. listen yeah it's kind of wild because it's like it's hard to it's really hard to name drop or, or talk about anyone on here without it getting back to the source at this point like For like sure. I, when i ran into the monster uh wesley chen from from the mm. other network mm. he was like yo my friends told me another shout out this week man got another shout out appreciate it man <laughs> yo the way you transitioned into that west voice was very good i have to say yeah very and, good and i was like yeah every time we talk about a player being a monster i think we just say shout out wesley chen so yeah. that's it but it does like everything does relay back you know what i mean yeah yeah so including back when we were yahoo um i had to do a mcdonald's ad read mm. and mcdonald's was like hey um we want you to personalize the ad so you you write this script and as long as you hit these like core messages we're, we're cool with it right so just do it in your own voice so me i was like okay i really want to like secure this sponsorship for the for the podcast obviously it's mcdonald's it's a big one right so i'm like all right, let me get in my Don Draper bag. So I started exploring mm. like my own life to like attach like a personality <laughs> to this, this ad. Is this you going on a road trip or something? And, and your yeah. grandmother used to always eat McChickens or something. Yeah. So I was always like, you know, long road trips with the family, mm. always looking forward to hitting a McDonald's along the way. Was that was that cap or not cap? 
My no, that's actually real life. Like, like this real is Don, experience, this, bro. Okay. This is Don Draper with with the with the the carousel at this point, right? Where right. I'm like showing right. them photos of Betty Draper at this point. But mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, you, you, I always look forward to taking these long road trips because we always stop for McDonald's along the way, and my dad would always get a Big Mac and combo, and he would open it up and pour the fries at the top half. You know, the box where you had the Big Mac. Mm-hmm. You always put the fries in the top half, and then obviously the burger in the second half. Um, and then my mom would always order McChicken. Um, and, you know, I thought it was a fine ad. I, th- I thought it was cool. And then I went home one day um, and my brother was like, yeah, some of my friends at school listened to the podcast. I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah. And they were like, they walked up to me one day and they were like, so your mom eats McChickens? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, man, got to stop talking about my family on here. No, that's so funny, man. Um, no, everything everything does flow back. Like I told you, my sister listens a lot now, uh-huh. and I guess she picked up on. We were talking about the CCYA celeb tournament the the other day. And yeah. Apparently, my nephews my nephews are a huge fan of um, Uncle Roger, and really, and the other guy. Sorry, I forgot his name. I think it's Stephen Stephen He or something. The Stephen emotional Huh. Yeah. Stephen huh. Yeah. Um, sorry, uh, I'm giving you the real Chinese. Yeah, I know. I'm sure I people li- call him Stephen He, but it, it's I literally okay. just read it off phonetically. No, it's Yo, hard, I, man. I'm like, he's not him, man. He's he. Yo, I'm <laughs> gonna say that during the game when you're not there. So, um, I, yeah, I didn't realize. So they really want to go to the CCY celeb game now, just to oh, see okay. the two of them. They should and, go. That'd be cool for them. Yeah. And yeah, my nephew sent me a video actually of him pretending to be the emotional damage guy. And I was like, wow. I like I didn't know mm. this. You was... weren't familiar with his game. No, I was not familiar. I didn't know he was he. Yeah. Who was he? Yeah. So no. <laughs> okay. So no, but like, you know, people go there to see Jeremy, Jeremy Lynn. Yeah. Um, even Jeremy Peace made it. Uh people there for to sure. see Simulu, the Asian Barbie. And like oh. Okay. But then there's people that like I don't I didn't know there's people that are like I'm gonna go to see the emotional damage guy like that's 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 real man yeah um I think it I I talked about this before but like we missed this era but there was a whole era of like um especially Chinese American but other like East Asian Amer- um, American identities too where they're just like the only places they found themselves and sort of their cultural values reflected was on these like YouTube skits. Right. And so there's just a huge like Asian American like YouTube uh economy. So yeah. no, it people is attach huge, themselves you know? really strongly to these people, man. No, I didn't recognize I mean honestly, probably part of it we get we get a little bit out of effect too. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um maybe we should start doing actual skits, man. I don't know. Yeah. Mm, right. Have we ever anyway. done skits? We oh no, we have uh, never done skits. No, but uh, no, I don't think anyone wants that, do they? Just the infamous one time when we when we uh, pretended to be all the Toronto reporters. I think well, that's the only time we leaned into skit creating. <laughs> Funnily enough, that skill oh, would have uh, become useful later down the line. But uh, anyways, that's, that's redacted. Back, that that's something we can talk about later. Back on. to back to you cooking so this yeah, is a so new, anyway uh, I, I realized i was in. like yeah. i'm like yeah, i realized like you know i have i have time what am i doing so i was like mm. i'm gonna stop ordering like takeout for the week and just mm. like if i want to have lunch i can just hop on my scooter and go to somewhere to have lunch um and like play basketball in the middle of the day all that because i have a lot of flexibility right now and then i was like why don't i go back into cooking so i just been cooking uh, a lot recently 
Um, what did I make over the weekend? So I made, um, what did I make? I made a, I made a, a pasta, uh, you know, the, with the vodka sauce. Mm. You like vodka sauce pasta? I do. I kind of like, yeah. So I made one of those um, with some sausage. That was pretty great. Kind of just have some pasta sauce lying around and maybe I'll make it again. Um, yesterday I decided, I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to pick up some dashi for the first time. You know how Dave Chang always talks about how he loves dashi? <laughs> I'm actually not familiar, man. I don't really listen to Dave Chang. Okay, that's fair. Um, mm. So, But shout out to Dave Chang, though. Yeah. So essentially what I would describe, the, the, what I got, um, dashi is like, um, what I understand it is like, it's an umami pop. It's mostly like MSG in there. Um, and it's like dried fish or like mm. dried seafood. Um, and it's sort of like shaved off. So I, ha- I have it in little packets. So imagine like when you're making instant noodles, you have the extra spice pack. So I, I have some, of, I, I brought home some of those. Um, so I, I made like, I don't know, like a, a bowl of ramen essentially, um, which was quite good for lunch yesterday. And then I decided, I was like, I, I always, I, I love oxtail. It's probably my favorite like Jamaican dish. And I was like, I've never tried making oxtail before. I, I made jerk chicken before. That was actually fairly simple. Um, and that was good, but I was like, I'm kind of craving oxtail. I've never made it before. So I just on a whim decided to go out and get the ingredients to make oxtail yesterday. So I spent like four hours stewing some oxtail oh, and man. it turned out really well. So made it with no, some coconut so- rice. Sounds like you're like excited about this and, and passionate about this and, and do, oh, doing, yeah. um, having a good, um, making good use of this, like extra, just extra flexible time in the schedule, you know? Cause, cause I mean, you know, we, we love our jobs. We're very privileged, man. We're we very are. Privileged. No, listen, man. We're so privileged. Um, literally, the the only stress is like picking a time to record during mm. these beautiful days um, with the great air quality index um, <laughs> outside in Toronto. Just open the door before we we record it, and it smells uh, really sour outside. So I'm actually we're gonna... smoking on that wildfire pack. <laughs> might might really have to put on a mask to go no, outside I, I legit... today when I bike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I legit put on a mask yesterday to go to the grocery store. Yeah, and it, so, one of those like respirator masks, so I can. Oh man, yeah. yeah, might might be time to mask up. No, but it's good, man. I feel like, I feel like now that we we we're not at the moment tied to that two to three schedule. Although we will be, um, on your airwaves two to three p.m. in the draft uh, coming oh, okay, up nice. NBA draft twenty. June twenty second and June twenty third. I don't know if you saw that work email, Will. I did. I did see okay. the work email. Okay, so we'll I don't be... respond to them, but I do see fifty percent of them. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back in studio for two days. Mm. So get get ready for lots of fun there. Um, Excited, man. Yeah, got to bookie some guests to talk about the draft. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's great, man. Just being able to like mornings, yeah. afternoons, like you mentioned, like I've been going golfing a lot um yeah and i've been noticing parents and stuff oh shouts to um forgot to shout you out yesterday because we're still busy bantering with orange shouts to Ahmed, who i ran into at von mills yesterday i was doing some shopping at the nike outlet store mm. and he works there um not at nike he works at another place in the mall and he just wanted to to say thanks to to you and me for for our our coverage wow. on 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 the pod he's like i was just listening to the, the latest pod um, he was like, it's so good. You know, the city, um, you know, it's always been like so much hockey coverage. I'm so glad have the two of you like dedicated to, to talking about this team and talking about it in the way that you guys do. So, wow. Shows, oh, man, oh, he works awesome, at, man. Yeah, he works at an unnamed. He's like, man, I'm always wondering why, like, I never run into you guys in Vaughn, man. Like, you guys are never here. I guess we are in never Vaughn? in Vaughn. 
Yeah. So Bro, it was just on like the way. Man, Andrew Wiggins? <laughs> oh, no. It was on the way. <laughs> Oh, that's wild, man. How's the first person? How's the first person you reference? Yeah. So, anyways, I was driving. You up think the we come into IKEA Vaughn? Because sometimes I do. Because um, it was on the way home from golfing with my dad, so uh, I figured I'd drop by and and just avoid the traffic a little bit. Vaughn, you know what? Vaughn Mills, not bad, man. Like, there's a lot of stores. Oh, there. yeah, huge. absolutely. No, no, no. Vaughn, yeah. Vaughn is chill. Like, it actually, is cool. I, yeah. I was just making a joke because no, we, we so, never. I, I just actually never go out there, but. Yeah, so Shout you know, it was nice. He came up to me, Omid, and then we had a quick chat. So he works at a, he works at an unnamed jewelry store. So um, you know, if if you're oh, ever proposing or anything or need any jewelry, said to, to hit him up. So wow, okay, yeah, big shout shouts. Out. Shouts to Omid, man. Yeah, Demo spelled backwards. Sorry, what? <laughs> oh man, he, is it not? A, he's gonna be yeah, loving this, listening to it in the Von Mills food court, man. Oh man, which is also huge. Um, no, right. honestly, salute to running to the fans because it, it really is a cool feeling. Um, oh, it, I, it made it made my day, man. I was like, man, like I didn't expect, like you sometimes don't expect to run into people at certain places. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Speaking of which, last Friday, um, I was going to my friend Josh Hart's uh, backyard because he 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 makes pizzas. He makes handmade pizzas um and he makes like five or six of these and we have friends come out and you know it's just a great time right shout out mm. to josh mm. and um on my way there I was, I was scooting there and there was a guy in front of me on a bike that i kind of wanted to pass but i didn't really um so I, I passed him once but then like he passed me again it was one of those scenarios where it's just kind of like okay I'm trying to trade back and forth we finally stopped um i think it was like davenport and uh bathurst so we stopped at a red light so we're like right behind each other. He turns, he pulls out his AirPod and he goes like, yo, I love the program, man. I'm listening to you right now. And I was like, oh, that's a little <laughs> yeah. freaky. But yo, I've had this happen too. I think this was last summer when we were dropping uh, all the banter pods. And I, I was, I think I was walking on Queen Street, just like in Parkdale, coming back from like in Vintage We Trust. Yeah, and... I know what you're doing in Parkdale, bro. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, it's just Momos and in Vintage We Trust. I might do that today. For real. Um, that's, so... that's a great combo so and then yeah it was similar like there was a listener who like kind of tapped me on the shoulder as we're walking he's like yo i'm listening to your your uh, you guys new banter pod just now and like the craziest thing is i looked at him i showed him my phone i'm like yo i'm listening to it too which is so wild which is like true sicko behavior man or like he's like where are you listening to at you want to start a listening party oh man yo can, like, we, can we can we get listeners to do listening parties together like people make it in a oh, social event okay. invite your friends oh you know? okay so you're saying not oh, okay like they just organize that themselves like getting together to listen yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, Hit, you know, like press play at the same time so you guys can all enjoy i, it I think shouts to erica i don't know if she's still listening heavy like this, she's definitely but, listening shouts to erica um she did admit she dropped off a little bit this season i feel like people might have wow. dropped off too like you know either i guess sometimes because of us but like also sometimes i think when the team's not doing well maybe sometimes it's hard for people to tap in like i did hear some feedback people being like man it's just so hard hearing like about the team every day because like there's nothing positive that's to, why we do the banter to, portion. If they were good, we would actually talk about the hoop itself. No, like the, we're not doing this banter by choice, man. I'm telling you. Mm. Like if if the Raptors had had any news, like please. No, but you know, Erica used to org- I think organize or like invite her friends to like listen together. That's that's adorable. So uh, I think that's the um, 
that's the origin story. No, but the run-ins, no, the run-ins are always cool, man. Um, mm-hmm. I think last weekend it was like financial district. It was just like walking on a green light, and then this guy in like a dress shirt and I think a suit was just like staring at me, and mm. I was like, "Damn, we work at Ernst and Young together." Um, and then <laughs> he just like put his hand out. He's like, "Man, love what you and Will are doing." Yo, that stuff is cool, man. It's that honestly very cool. cool man. Like, yeah. And I know we have these interactions like all the time, um, and yeah. it's um, no, it's always great. Like it's always great just to stop and be able to to chat with these people. So no, the influence is crazy, man. I went out to Calgary and people were recognizing. Oh, that's right. Weren't you like on the courts? Didn't you meet someone playing basketball there? Yeah, Yeah, that person later moved to Toronto and now plays in the same XTSC Friday League as me. What? I try to recruit into my team. Yeah, yeah, I ran into him then. He's like, you recognize me? And I'm like, yeah. That's such a song. Yo, you should organize a, just a stand soccer team, man. The whole Honestly, team is just stands. Yo, they will. Th- yo, you'll never be. You'll be untouchable, man. Like these no. guys will go to war for you. They will all fight other people for you. No, nah, I'm. I'm a, I only want people if they're gonna fight uh, their sons for me. Yeah, right? yeah, yo, asking for nah, their. Where's your son? Is crazy. Yo, bro. where's your? I was son? not about to beat up a forty-year-old man, but I will beat up his twenty-year-old kid. Oh, where's your son? And I'm talking about Tottenham is crazy, man. <laughs> Anyways, all that's right. a bar. Thirty-seven minute mark. Oh, we're cool. gonna get to these questions. Yeah, speaking Ask. of fans, uh, thanks everyone oh. for sending in questions because thank you. Um, Sent in it has really created accounts. lots of content for us because uh, we had no more basketball topics to, to speak about, mostly because we we podcasted nine hours ago. But let, let's go to the fan questions, Alex. What do you got? Let's do it. So, just gonna go randomly. Uh, number one, did you guys ever collect sports cards as a kid? Did you collect sports card, Will, or did you collect anything as a kid? Uh, I, okay. Collecting is, is too generous of saying this. Um, and I'm not like super proud of it, but then again, I was like, you know, 12, 11, you know, 10 year old at that time. So, uh, I would steal money from my parents, like steal cash, like $20 at a time. Um, Mm. and then go to the local convenience store where like I knew the owner and whatever. He was very friendly and I would get Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Um, oh okay four four packs for twenty dollars um and i would just hand him the chris 20 you know no questions asked i think it was a special price too um and then yeah i i was very addicted to the feeling of cracking open the Yu-Gi-Oh card pack oh man did you did your parents ever find out or care that you were they, have, those they definitely knew they definitely knew they definitely but knew it was one of those things where they just like let it slide sometimes they caught me but sometimes i was sneaky about it I don't know. It it wasn't the greatest thing to do as a kid, but then again, I was like twelve, and I was taking the the money. But the joy was in ripping the packs. Oh my goodness! I've talked I've talked about this in the past, but I I don't think there's any feeling that hits as hard for me as cracking up a new pack. Sometimes, Mm. even as an adult, I'll randomly just get like a pack of Pokemon cards or your cards just to crack it open to see what's in there. Yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, because because my 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 older nephew is super into the Pokemon cards still. Yep. And like every time we go out, like if we're at a mall, like he'll take me to the card store and basically mm-hmm. just scam me out of ten bucks. Um, he pulls this thing where he's like, "Yo, I got money," but then he only pulls out like two loonies, and I'm like, "All right, you're not gonna be able to buy anything with that." Um, so I respect that generational wealth move, but like I didn't know. I bought him a pack of cards um, a couple weeks ago. It was like ten dollars a pack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like inflation, bro. No, but that's like a that's an expensive hobby. Like if you're a parent. And like, 
Oh, kids yeah. are trying to get into this. No, Anyways. kids are very expensive, period. So what did yeah, you I'm so, sure you collected a whole bunch. Yeah, but back then, um, I used to be in Hong Kong, I just collected Dragon Ball cards. And you used to just okay. put money into the machine. Like yeah, you would yeah. just turn the knob and like get cards and stuff. And then I guess you'd eventually get into sets. But yeah, I do have like two full binders of yeah. of Dragon Ball cards, and I'm sure some of them are pretty valuable. But I gave them all to my nephews now. So Wow. They're do, they're do they appreciate position. it? Um, I don't know if my nephews appreciate anything, man like bro so. you, you shout out to my sister like, who's listening yeah they're not like oh my god you got me a holographic bulma <laughs> no no <laughs> i feel like i feel like they're very much in that generation of like they get something and then they move on yeah like there's no there's no stopping to like appreciate it i don't know if they're old enough to realize that like they are afforded a lot of great things that maybe other people don't have like yeah but they're kids right now right so what can you really say yeah like, I, had this like, conversa- yeah. I had this conversation with my parents because when they grew up like they were it was like um i guess it was post-war china my grandparents mm. generation like china was in the midst of civil war also japanese invasion you know all, all this kind of stuff world wars were happening at the same like it was just bad right um <clears throat> my parents generation they were born in like the 60s um you know, I think it was still very much social upheaval at that time. And they were describing certain stories like, um, you know, they would only get to eat like eggs like once a year on their birthday. Or they'll get to make dumplings once a year on their birthday. And now like every time I go home, they make dumplings like every two weeks. Right. So like the amount of social change that happened within their, their lifetime and the sort of the material conditions that improve for them is like very meaningful, but they still appreciate like, very very what i would consider very standard things for me born in the 90s um I, I don't think about eggs in that way i don't think about dumplings in that way i just think about it as another meal but to them it's like a very special appreciation because they've lived through those kind of experiences and um i think yeah like that's just that's that's natural that's that's a function of just like you know you can't really control that i, I suppose no, like, for sure, man. I these think kids like, were, were born were born privileged. Not born privileged. They were just born into a good position in life. No, they're born into a place where they're they're just afforded a lot of things, and like you don't have to think about things like scarcity and stuff. Like if anything, yeah, for sure. Like you're saying, like if anything, they just have a lot of stuff. Like just through like connections too. Like been able to hook them up. Like because they're huge into baseball now. Mm, um, yeah, and the younger one plays baseball all the time, and they're they're like huge Blue Jays fans. So like whenever there's like special blue jays giveaways when they're watching games and they see them being promoted like they they just ask me for them and then i mm-hmm. just ask my blue jays people and able to hook them up with it so like yeah i just try to put myself in their shoes because like i feel like growing up too like i was very spoiled um and like yeah. i was afforded a, a lot of things and it's just like i don't know man like it just like changes the way you, i think like expectations that you like how you approach life how you see life like what you expect from other people and yourself and stuff yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just trying to unpack some of this here because, you know, I had my therapy session canceled last week. So I'm on a one month therapy drill right now. I got so. you, bro. I got you. You want to so. do a breathing exercise right now? No, I already did one this morning. Oh, okay. Um, wow. Right Damn. before the pod. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, I don't know, I'm man. Proud, I need, proud of you, bro. Proud of you. I need therapy back, man. <laughs> I can't go one month. I mean, I might need a backup therapist, man. No, relax, man. That's <laughs> what this is for. That's what this is, all right? Can't be having my therapist get, get sick. Come on, man. Oh, don't dox them, man. Just call them. Oh, me, yeah, man. my bad. Can I even get a Zoom in? Come on. <laughs> like, can I just drop a Zencaster? 
No, man. can we talk for thirty minutes? <laughs> no, I just realized I just I just feel in a better space. Like I feel like you know, like good, good, good. Like it's been too long, man. All right, Anyways, yeah. what else? Next, oh, this is related. Um, uh, Heather won't say her full name. Just wanted to thank you for sharing your journey with therapy. I started going because of of you. Yeah, that's cool, oh, man. That's actually very cool. Yeah, that is super cool. Yeah, um, um, yeah therapy journey continues yeah i mean i i don't because i think like i don't know people end up getting people who go to therapy i feel like talk about it quite a bit or maybe i'm just like consuming a lot of like um tv where that's obviously a very common sort of storyline um that happens Mm. Uh, but yeah i mean i I, sometimes i I think about i'm like are we talking about it too much is it kind of like oversharing but i mean i think there is sort of I don't know. We're not advertising for it. I just think that like you and I both have very positive experiences with it. And, you know, it's just like anything else that we come along that's good, like food or whatever, like we pass it along. So, <laughs> yeah, therapy is just our latest food recommendation. No, man, it's yeah. Well, I kind of actually. No, I don't think I don't even think we overdo it or talk about it that much. Yeah, it's like every like, episode. Uh, you think so? I don't know. Man. No, no, it's not every episode. It's every banter pod. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, it, it's been good getting the private messages. People have said that it's refreshing the way that we talk about it, and yeah. I think sometimes just to point things out to people, man, like burnout and all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. I feel like these things, all these things we talk about, like happen to a lot of people, but sometimes people just don't think about it in in the context. I just don't like, think I. Most people were given good tools to like um, process their emotions. Um, yeah in a dedicated way yeah and like me I, I think yeah exactly same same um and i don't know it's, it's an important thing like I, I don't understand why we need to always minimize sort of the feelings that we have maybe we mm-hmm. don't always like them and want um have a great way of sitting with them and sometimes we reject them but like this is a very it's like the most human experience to have emotions um and i just think that um yeah in any sort of way you can process that it's helpful like it's like why i watch movies or why i watch tv shows or um you know why i write or read people's writing like it's it it is a lot about like finding out about a subject but also at the same time it's about like understanding how other people process the world and how that sort of like helps me do the same right so i think this is just like a really really dedicated practice for it which is which is pretty good yeah no you have a very uh inquisitive mind you know, um, what else, man? Um, Shoshin draft? and Kenkyo, sorry. <laughs> what? What are those ramen? What? What did you just no, say? No, man. Remember oh. that was that was Yuta's thing. It was the beginner's oh, mind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. When you when you did Japanese cosplay with him, <laughs> and you said like three terms. I'm and like, I never, oh. I've never seen you look so proud to after delivering them. Arigato. It's like it's like when a white person, <laughs> it's like when a white person orders like dim sum in Chinese in front of a Chinese They're person, like, and they've got that little grin on their face. Uh, one uh, siu mai, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one uh, siu mai. That is uh, spelled S I U M A I. One uh, hargao. <laughs> Yo. Sorry guys, it's cool. You can say hard gal, it's fine. Yo, it's the fine. hard gal is hard, man. That's hard, man. You play pie gal and then you eat hard gal, man. Let's see. Uh, best rap video throwback jerseys. Uh, do you remember any? 
Um, Latrell, I think Jay-Z, I want to say this is H to the Izzo. He did wear in one of the videos a, a Latrell Sprewell Golden State Warriors. Was that? That's and this was around choked. the time when he choked uh, PJ Carlissimo. That's sick. And but I thought he choked him when he was in Minnesota. No, he did that in um in Golden State. That, that and then he got State? banned wow. and they got traded to the Knicks and then they made the finals as an eighth seed. Wow. Yeah, and then he went to Minnesota. No, this is a beatball reference again. Um, Yo, but that's what they were doing with the jerseys, man. Because <laughs> no, I'm telling uh, you, jerseys were a big deal. Um, I remember even non basketball, Jay Z uh, wore like a Jets jersey at the time. The Jets were kind of cool with like Keyshawn Johnson, mm, um, right. which I thought was cool. But like back back in those days, like whatever jerseys like they wore, like Jay or Fabulous, like we would all be like, oh, we need that jersey. How would you get that jersey, though, like as a as a teenager or as a, like um, a young adult in, in Toronto? Yeah, so... Like if got, you were to go about purchasing a Latrell Street yeah, yeah, Golden yeah. State Warriors. Went to um went to Malvern Mall a lot. Okay, yeah. Because um, they had a few stores there that, that just sold urban brands and throwback jerseys. Right. Um, what else Validity. is in there, man? Sean John, Echo? Uh, yeah, Sean John, like Rockaway Velour suits, you know, mm. copped one there as well. Um, no way. Remember, I you really got a Velour suit? <laughs> oh, man, you understand, man. Wore, oh, that, man. wore that to calculus, sat in the front of the class. It was so funny. <laughs> I would... It's <laughs> like, so, yo, what is this guy doing, man? Um, oh, my God. Yeah, Halfway so... Through, he's like, you about to learn Chinese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no... <laughs> No, there. I wish because um, there was a time when my parents moved out of, of the house that we grew up in, and they threw away like all my clothes. So That's from from that level. era. Otherwise, you know there's what? a Let's lot that. of classic. No, otherwise, you know what? That's that's why I've been buying vintage for the rest of my life, man. Just trying to catch up. But like, there's wow. a lot of gems in there, man. Like, imagine if I just could pull out a Rockaway velour suit right now, bro. Shout to you... Sean Desmond. Do whatever can can you please wear one to the show next year next season? No man, just for you. I'll do it just, on a live show or something, man. Okay, yeah, de- okay, yeah, definitely do it for the live show. Come yeah, out, yeah, live in, like, show, not a, a baby problem. blue like that that material I'll where basi- it's like kind of like soft and furry. I'll, I'll basically be Mike Roach, man, but not Puma. No, like, relax, man. Come on, no, show to Roach, man, the sweatsuit king. Yeah, he so, really is the sweatsuit king. Yeah. Um. Also, the only non-white co-host on a pod, on a player pod. For real, man. Yeah. That's... Name me another. Um, uh, honestly, yeah. No, he's a one of one. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, throwback stuff. Yeah, but throwbacks. you would get it at Malvern. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, there were people. I think there were people at my school that like had friends who lived in New York, so you're able to pick up from there. But I mean, jerseys yeah. were expensive back then too, yeah, so you could yeah, only yeah. really get one. And then what would you what you would do is like you would just swap with friends at school. Like if he had an Alex English, you know, like here, take mm. my Spud Web Atlanta Hawks. Like we'll swap Spud for two Web Atlanta Hawks, man. The dunk contest Spud Web. <laughs> Yo, the, thinking That's back neat. now, the throwback jersey era was kind of it was kind of wild. You know, jerseys that... haven't really come back like that. That you're you're absolutely right. Um, and it's kind of a shame to be fair because I feel like you know jerseys were absolutely part of the look. Um, I missed that on the air in terms of like my parents just never bought me this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, nor did I even come across jerseys that often, which is I think is just weird to me. Like thinking back in my more of my like teenage years, my childhood experience. Like obviously yeah. I love basketball, but 
at no point did I even consider getting Raptors gear. I didn't even go to a Raptors. My parents never took me to a Raptors game. I, to be fair, I never asked because I, I knew that that's like a frivolous expense for them. Um, <clears throat> but like, yeah, I, I think the first jersey I ever got was like one of my roommates was ordering like some jerseys for his his younger brother who also liked basketball. And he's like, oh, I might as well get you some. So that was nice. But it was like a DHL Express scenario where he oh, wow. like a $15 dollar Did he, did he say jersey. did he say I got you and then made you pay shipping? Well, he, he you know, he didn't even make me pay shipping, so I salute you. Um but yeah, I very vividly remember that he bought me the most random assortment of jerseys. So he got me a DeMar DeRozan Raptors jersey from like nice. 2012. And you're saying these are all fake. These are all fake. These are all like yeah. 15 bucks off DHL. <laughs> no, um, come on, man. This guy went, went from DHL to breaking down DHOs, man. No, man. This guy was this guy was picking up the phone. They were like, uh, Nihao, UPS. And he's like, oh, hello, hello. I actually have a package <laughs> to pick up. It's the first real call from Nihao, UPS. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Nihao, UPS is so funny, man. I'm sorry. It's the best scam. Um, But like, yeah, he got me uh, mm. DeMar DeRozan. This is back when he was playing with Linus Clay's era at DeMar DeRozan. And how fake did they look? Like, you know, if you look at the lettering, the font, like, could you Honestly, tell? they were, like, 95% correct. Okay. I just can't. You know I, mean? I don't know, man. I know I'm being a snob about this. Yeah, 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 But, like, I just can't stand when I, like, I don't know how you feel. Like, when I go to a Raptors game or, like, even, you know, when I see, like, people in, like, Jay's jerseys going to a game and it's, like, you can clearly tell based on the font and like I'm, the stuff that it's fake and i'm like i get it not everyone can afford the 150 dollar yeah. 200 dollar jersey but i'm also like man like it's just not a it's not a good look to have a fake out there if you're gonna spend like 70 dollars on a fake then just buy but they're like not a 70 dollars real... that's the thing <laughs> i know but if you're gonna spend like what 15 on a fake i feel like fake jerseys aren't even that cheap now well like, can yeah, you really they, get jerseys for 15 now like no they're probably like can. the last time i ordered a fake jersey was like 50 dollars yeah, also, if you're gonna spend also 50. a Demar Derozan jersey. Why, man? Why do you have multiple Demar fakes? Man? I have multiple fakes. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Like, um, would you would you wear that stuff out to like a pickup run at this point? Yeah, probably. Really? Because you famously, I don't think we mentioned this too. Like, you famously wear a uh, Minnesota Timberwolves Wally Zerbiak to who? That one's a hundred percent real, by the way. That one's hard, by the way. Shouts to that one. I picked that up just randomly in Kensington, but. Um, yeah, so he got me that. He got me a Tim Duncan, but not like a cool Tim Duncan, like San Antonio Spurs, like just like black and silver, or whatever. Mm. He picked up like a black and yellow. Like, <laughs> Wait, was this like... even a real colorway? <laughs> I think it was like a third alternate or <laughs> something. Die. I don't know. No, I don't no, think that's was, ever happened. I'm pretty sure it was black and yellow, and it said Tim Duncan, and it said Spurs. <laughs> and then I got sure a Demarcus that... Cousins purple um, Kings jersey. So yeah, and all They're for all the fake. all for the price of like what, like thirty bucks? Probably, yeah. Okay, and those are in like regular rotation for you. But those were my first jerseys. Like I have yeah. a photo of myself as a twenty-year-old or twenty-one-year-old going to Oceaga, wearing my fake Demar Derozan. <laughs> Why, yo? How, how do you have like a lifetime membership to Oceaga? This comes up like <laughs> no. I just went like three years in a row or something like that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, it was cool, man. No, I, I respect that. I was in um, my I was in my Andy Lou era. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In- including the oh, never mind. Um. Yeah, no, that's cool. Now, I feel like jerseys now, um, you know, soccer jerseys is a big thing. now. Oh, yeah. Kits. Well, like, I mean, we're just wearing like tighter fitting clothing. Like, let's be honest. that That's the main reason why, like, um, no, we're that's not fair. wearing jerseys as much I, anymore. But I think footy is just like a fashion look now for people. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's fair. Like, no, I mean, really, it's all it, 
the thing with the with wearing a kid is it's like it's just wearing like a a, a t-shirt you know but it's like a cool t-shirt yeah no one one of the cool things you do is like you um you transcend across sports where you'll wear a, a kit to hoop yeah yeah oh all the time i love yeah. that i feel like that's like a very you move like i don't yeah. think i've seen other people like you know go in a uh, kit probably i, I probably mean, i think yeah i guess i did the same crossover i wore a jalen harris jersey once to give up seven goals for score fc <laughs> it's okay you weren't funny. the only one man we had some tough years there no so i ran into ran into score fc fellow score fc uh goalie briefly gino mm. um a couple oh, weeks word? ago at this uh, at ryan from the score at his birthday party oh nice 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 and and i was like yo man you ever allowed seven goals? He's like, yeah, man, a couple times. So yeah. I feel good now. And then we started complaining about how whenever you guys don't bring out the A squad, no, nobody gets back on defense. Yeah, so that's, we, that's facts. We, we, cons- we commiserated over over the seven goal call. No, I've given so. up seven as well, man. No, but you don't even play goalie. Yeah, but like, that's I'm not, not bad at goalie, man. No, I'm no, not the saying last game I, you know, the Last weekend we played, yeah. and I played the first half in net. Gave yeah. up one goal, which I had no chance to save. It was like a breakaway. Right. Um, made like four different saves. Um, and then second half, I came out of the net because Vivek got injured. So I was like, okay, V, you go in net because we have no subs. You go in yeah. net. I'll play out back. And I was just coming off of a cold. And right. then we made a whole bunch of different stops and we won that game one or we, we tied that game one one. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just That's saying respect- like you, yeah. you, you're I, a very I, I, solid I, I, I defender. Got, yeah. Like, oh, I appreciate that. Thank you. You're a trusted, you're a trusted defender. Like, I feel like you'd be wasted being in it. Mm. Yeah, like, and you guys have yeah, had like yeah, you guys yeah. have had like a two year running problem of not having a goalie now or something. Well, ever since Gino left. Okay. All right. All right. By the way, I, I've been looking up this for the last five minutes. I, I don't think there was ever a black and yellow San Antonio jersey. I think this was <laughs> well, as you know fake what? as it comes. You know what? Man. You know what? I did not look it up, and I could have gone ahead and told you. <laughs> That the Spurs never had a black and yellow jersey. Like, I'm not talking about, like, the military, you know, like, alternates, whatever. Like, it wasn't that. He didn't buy me a camo jersey. Oh, my God. It was fully man. black with, like, yellow accents. Like, like I look like a Pittsburgh Steeler, essentially. Yeah. Do you still have that jersey, like, around? No, I need to find it, man. I need to find that. Yeah, because um, it's, uh, it's pretty wild, man, that those are your, those are your first jerseys. All right. We're on pace. For a nine-hour pod at this Let's point. Let's see what else. Only one clothing brand. If you could only have one clothing brand. This is from Cameron. Shouts to Cameron. Oh, um, from Ottawa. If you could only have one clothing brand for the rest of your life. Um, and hmm. why is it Uniqlo? Yeah, you're probably right. I'll probably go Uniqlo, yeah, I was going to say. That actually would be my, my pick. I think the good thing about Uniqlo is like it's casual enough that you can just wear around and you'll, you'll look okay it's clean it's like basic and clean enough where you actually would look decently stylish depending on sort of what kind of shoes you're wearing or maybe what hat you're wearing um uh and then i think the and then it's also dressy enough where it's like if you needed to blend into like a cocktail setting i mean a cocktail setting might be pushing it but like mm. You know, like a work function, you could wear Uniqlo and be comfortable the whole time. So. No, Uniqlo, Uniqlo is very like um, it's like an affordable entryway too. Like if you just need, like you said, like a dress shirt or something a little yeah, nicer yeah, yeah. for a formal setting. Like I remember famously, you know, when when you went on your infamous shopping trip before our live event with Bobby Webster, mm. um, like you know, Uniqlo held you down. 
Absolutely, um, man. And I know you've, you've had that. You had that. I think it was a, that mustard. Was it mustard color? That coach's jacket. Um, I go yeah, to yeah, Yinko yeah. so much. I know all their all their sections. Mm, um, yep. so I can clock that jacket. Um, but yeah, second like floor even, just by the elevators. <laughs> oh God, yeah. It depends on which ones you go. I mean, you know, the Von Mills one is pretty nice too. Um, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're just gonna promote Von today. Um, That's cool, man. Hey, but Uniqlo, like, by the way, please, if someone, if you know somebody at Uniqlo, send them this podcast, please sponsor us. Like, yo, hey, I've, there's nothing I want more in life, actually. Uh, yeah, for me show. as well. Me as well. Um, I will give up all my other, uh, free plugs. Um, well, maybe, yeah. except, maybe except for Crocs, Shouts to Crocs. Um, but Crocs. like, um, yeah, Uniqlo would be the dream come true. I've actually had people ask people to contact their, their agency and, um, I think they're too big of a company to care about two Chinese guys doing a pod. Oh, <laughs> they're okay. just like, okay. They're basically, they, that, they, that's, they, that's they, us doing Nihao UPS. I know, no, but they're like, okay, cool. They like our stuff. So does billions of people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know what? Anyways. That's fair. That's no, fair. you got you got your brother into Uniqlo too, I believe. Yeah, he had a job interview, and my parents um, didn't. I guess he just didn't have dressy clothing or whatever. So I took him to Uniqlo, and nice. you know he got the job. So not saying yeah. that he got the job based on the clothes, but Are, he do, didn't do, have do, any dress clothes, which was kind of funny. Man, I had to drop like a five hundred dollar bag on him just to give ooh. him like basic equipment. Damn! Did you? Uh, you're like a you're like a great like big brother, like a life mentor. Oh man to to your That's brother my guy. you think That's he appreci- literally my brother you think he appreciates that uh yeah but i also do wonder sometimes i'm like how much have i have i over influenced him in life you know like am, mm. am i leaving him enough room for him to be an individual yeah he's also just like you know well i guess he's he's not going into sports or anything right so he's not doing the yeah. same he doesn't want to do the same things as you right no like, no I, I mean no, but it was one of those things where, because like, oh. I'm like, that'd be tough, man. That's like, you know, Stephen A. Smith's little brother, you know, trying to. All right, Stephen B. Smith. <laughs> Yo, Stephen B. Smith. <laughs> it's like Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen B. Smith. His hairline's even further back. Oh um, man. That's no, sick. but like it was like. He he plays Pokemon because like I played Pokemon with him as a kid. Right. Or, like, he played like I mean that uh, just Fire might be because he also likes Fire. Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. But like I also like put a Pokemon emulator game in his hand when he was like four years old. I taught oh, him okay. Pokemon so you Emerald. you subtly did influence him. Yeah, no, I I feel like I've just been like molding his experience like <laughs> no, for that's a long wild, time, man. which is which does feel kind of like all right. This it was even like like him going to McGill. Like right. part of why my parents like you know, and this is big in Chinese culture. Like when people like know something, like they recognize it or they respect it. Part of the reason they respect McGill, beyond the fact that it's just a really good school, um, is I really wanted to go to McGill when I was in in, in high school, and unfortunately I didn't even get in. So hmm. um, when my bro got in, because you know he was on that proficiency stuff, um, it was a big moment. But also in the back of my mind, I'm like, is part of you wanting to go? Because I really wanted to go, right? Right. So, okay. So know. you're seeing these subtle. I don't want to over-index my my brother. Like I want him to be his own person. Yeah. Yeah. So for yeah. for Will's brother's friends who are listening, you know, please ask him if he feels like he's his own person. I or, mean, I could have this. I have had this conversation <laughs> with my brother too. So or if he's yeah. he's in uh, Stephen A. Smith's shadow. It no, would be ask, cool. Ask him if my mom eats McChickens. Oh God! It would be cool if if he got into sports as well, though. 
Um, yes that would and be no, like a, man. That would be like a different dynamic, man. Like, if he, uh, if but he likes cool. he already likes sports. Like he likes basketball too. Like, yeah, he doesn't but, like basketball but, as much as I like basketball. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that's but, possible. You know, he does. But he doesn't like yeah. soccer that much. Um, yeah. Despite but, me and my dad both trying to push soccer on him. So. Yeah. So that's the one thing that you weren't able to influence. Like he's rejected that. Uh, soccer. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. He used to play all the time, but then he broke his arm. Um. Mm. When he was like ten years old or something, maybe maybe a little older than that. But yeah, he broke his arm, so he stopped playing afterwards. Damn! How do you even um, break your arm in soccer, man? Sorry. I, don't I mean, know, I man. was there. Someone shot a shot, like a kid shot a ball at his arm, and he kind of like shielded himself, and it cracked his arm. Yeah, I feel like um, soccer injuries get weird like that too, man. Yeah, like, but it's true. Anyways, next from yeah. longtime listener Dana, can you Shouts do a? tier list of off-court raptors moments oh so i guess this is like a future request of like that's not bad do you, yeah so first of all i, I want to ask you do you do you watch tier list content you know what I'm talking um about? i i haven't but i see it so like okay. i haven't i haven't consumed it i've seen people do like tiers of like favorite uh favorite chips just like food stuff right okay or like favorite yeah. moments so I understand the concept of it. There's like an S tier and then there's all mm-hmm. these other tiers, right? Yeah. It's kind of cool. I've thought about how we can incorporate that and do it. Yeah, no, tier listing is very cool. Um, I was thinking even the NBA offseason tropes that we did yesterday. We can track, <laughs> we can track those during the offseason and do a tier there as well. Like yeah, offseason stuff, Raptor stuff. I think the Raptors offseason, it just depends on if there is a lot of content. I mean, are we putting Rico Hines in the S tier, man? Uh, Rico feels, Hines in, feels like in the off season. I feel like you're anti Rico Hines run. No, no, no. In, in the off season, Rico Hines is S tier. Mm-hmm. After the season is over, Rico Hines is D tier. Mm. <laughs> and it's nothing to do with him. It's nothing to do with the run. It's just like all the feelings that that run made us feel in August. Yeah, makes it feel even more disappointing when they're out of the play. No, you know for I mean? sure, for sure. We can also. So that's not do... Rico's fault. It's just yeah. Yeah, like tiers too. Like I'm sure. What's like? Is there like a name for the most bottom tier? Will be like any update on on Jeff Down. Usually F tier. Okay, so F tier is like Jeff Down Junior. Okay. Um, content. I got a, I got an S tier piece of content for you from this season. Off okay. Court. Okay. Um, they're the only ones who can procreate. Oh no, yeah. man! Oh man! Bro, the way Malachi Flynn has been, if he doesn't do anything with the Raptors and his two moments are we the North and they're the only ones who can procreate, it's just going to be tough, man. How did that go through however many levels of approval and and even make it like publicly? Um, Yeah, I I don't know all the machinations that go through. I mean, I have lots of questions about that, but yeah, that's S tier for me, though. Like, I want to remember that. That that is S tier. There's not a lot of S tier stuff this year, though. Uh, Scotty like, Barnes returning the T-shirt after he wore it for that one event okay. for Nick Nurse's F- uh, Neo oh, concert. Oh, that's right. Yo, Nick Nurse's Neo concert S S tier. Oh yeah, that was definitely absolutely man. F tier was the two day debates that raged out after Josh Jackson. I think had like two good preseason games. Oh, that's that's man. By the way, that's the other one we got to put away. It's like getting overly excited about like guys when they perform like that in the preseason. Like there's. There's a reason why some of these guys have a track record. Listen, sometimes things do break the right way, and maybe you do have a diamond in the rough. But mm. um, haven't seen well, the, haven't, haven't seen the up. haven't seen the Raptors find a diamond in the rough uh, in a bit. 
Yeah, where where is our Duncan Robinson from from D three? <laughs> Yo, you really just begging for Duncan Robinson right now? Well, Duncan Robinson not looking on the Raptors. I'm just saying. I, I don't want to uh, pay the contract, but as yeah. that style of player, yeah, I think he would be good. He could take Joe Wieskamp's spot. Honestly, if Joe Wieskamp was in Miami Heat, he'd become Joe, uh, Duncan Robinson. Like it's, it's. Freaky. I just yeah. Well, whatever you know, I'm sure Sergio Scariolo will come in and empower mm. all our role players. It yeah. will be it will be exciting though. Get this new voice in, sure. See yeah. see how people are like. But what are we talking about? Oh yeah, tears. Yeah, I'm yeah. down to do what, some what? tear stuff if you want to. You know, uh, Mister Moments, who mm. already has a YouTube channel, he could definitely do a great tier listing. Oh yeah, I think that'd be perfect for him then. Yeah, not to that'd say I want to tell Mister Moments how to do his job because no, he's already no, no, no. Mister Moments got his lane, you know. But yeah. I think I think that'd be cool. Um. Next question from Johnson, aka Futuraj. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on Durian? So I'm going to defer to you on this because I'm from the north. We're not eating durian like that. Oh, okay. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I I know what it is. I've had it in a bubble tea setting. I've had it in like a dessert setting. Have you had Do like I durian have... ice cream and things like that? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, but I don't, I don't mind it, but. Like Did your parents ever bring home a durian and then like actually go through the the labor of hacking it open? And yes, sir. Yes, sir. Used to. Um, wow. Th- they used to eat it. You know, back when they they used to speak with each other. Um, they used to. Okay. They they used to go to the garage, and and just <laughs> eat it even... there to like air it out. Yeah. Do we have to explain what durian? So okay, let's do a quick durian explainer. So how do I even explain? Like, is this gigantic and it fruit. smells? Yeah. So it's like the size of an infant. Mm-hmm. Like it, this, or actually, it's a ball. So it's like the size of a basketball, but it's got spikes all around it. Um, yeah. And then when you get into the actual, f- like the 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 meat of the fruit, it is very strong, really smell. pungent, very strong smell. Which is why they're doing it in the garage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, no. What my, does my, it smell my... like? Oh, I don't describe the smell to people. I don't even know, man. It's like it's like um, it's like a sewage, man. Like <laughs> it's. You know, it's like something went wrong. Like something went yeah. wrong, man. It smells yeah, like yeah. something went wrong. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a smell too that you kind of get used to. Like if you are right. around it a lot. Because I, I did get used to it. Like I tried the durian. Like I, did, I just never been a big fan of of durian. And I didn't know for you, um, being the, the king of the north, that mm-hmm. I guess durian was just not part of your game. No, no. We ate like regular fruits, quite frankly, you know. Yeah. Um, like apples, peaches, yeah. watermelons. Apples, as we've established, is the most most overrated fruit. A- absolutely, peaches like are way better than apples. Oh my god! You know pears what? are even better than apples. You know what? Actually. I'm writing. I'm writing these down right now. We might need to tear fruits as well. No, pears are definitely better than apples. Tear um, content, fruit. What else? Uh, Dim sum is going to be good. Tear content. <laughs> we ate uh, persimmons. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's right. A lot uh, in China. So yeah, yeah. No, we should. I'm sure someone has done tier content dim sum. We might mm. need to do that when we bring Tina Lee from from TNT on. Um, All right. John Ng, congrats, new dad. You're gonna oh, go congrats, see. man. How's, finally uh, how's, gonna how's go fatherhood? See. Finally, uh, it's uh, it's going well, I guess. He's just not getting a lot of sleep and things. That's normal. Hit me, um, hit me before game three. Uh, I guess he was listening to Bill Simmons and Joe House. 
and okay. House recommended a parlay for for Game Three oh, of the Finals. My God. I was, <sighs> I talked him off it, and then I felt bad because it would have hit. It was like Nuggets money line and like Jokic over on points. That's and why'd you talk him out of it? That sounds. I like was like, great... I don't know, man. Miami's weird, man. Like, feel like Miami could win Game Three. Like Caleb Martin's gonna have twenty five and ten bounce back for no reason. Yeah, and then I apologized to him in in the fourth quarter. So it's good to know John's still chasing that itch, you know, even as a as a father. That's so. that's his version of cracking up a Yu Gi Oh pack. So I got it. <laughs> oh, you're right though. Everyone's got a vice. It is fine. Anyway, yeah. so I'm gonna go finally go get to visit the baby in a few weeks. That's sick, man. So I'm very Everly. Excited. Yeah, yeah, Everly, Everly, uh, middle name Lena. Yeah, mm. so. Yeah, I love how we're just revealing whole government names. That's fine. No, I should. Well, hold on. What's the, what's the Chinese name? Oh, that I didn't ask actually. Yeah, I need so, I need I need to hear that. Okay, again. we'll find out. We'll definitely yeah. find out. Um, he said, "Who is on the Mount Rushmore of Chinese NBA fans?" What does that even mean? Just like Chinese, like celebs or like people who like are like courtside guys. Oh. Like things like that. I'm ashamed to say, like I'm not that let's just familiar do, with like let's just do Asian, like overall, not just Chinese. Okay. So we can expand uh, the palette a little Who bit. is there was that BTS member that got Andrew Wiggins into the All-Star game as a starter? I feel like that has to be number one. Like that's incredible. Influence. Oh yeah, they use them in a lot of ads too, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suga? I feel like I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong. Uh, that's a Dragon Ball Z character, bro. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, Suga. This is how Suga feels like in the in the nighttime. <laughs> yeah, BTS star Suga. Once again, yeah. if I pronounce his name wrong nine times, I apologize uh-huh. to, to all the BTS fans. He's he, yeah, he's he's he, he's an NBA ambassador. Sounds like the final boss of a of, of <laughs> no, a RPG. Sounds like man. you trying to say Shugo, man. Yeah. Ooh, the person at Sugo I'll try to upsell me a pizza last time I was there with 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 a friend and I was anyways, Oh, being yeah. upsold a pizza at Sugo, man. That's no, that's, that's not right, man. That's I wasn't happy. Right. I wasn't How many happy. times are you going to Strugo, by the way? Just no, make that actually, stuff your... My issue I, with that is I'm, I'm like your dad. I can make that stuff at home. No offense no, to, like, to, I've, to Sugo, I've been but... off. I've been off the Sugo wave since I think we... I think we checked it out like years ago, like before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a big deal. But last time... Aust- was... Austin Matthews wore the hat famously. Right. I think we went with Cash as well. We went with Cash uh, and Savelle, two Italians. And they were like, what are you guys... Why are you taking me here? Right. You know... Um, Shouts to Sugo though, but yeah, um, no. Last time It'd be I like actually went, and and, and uh, Savelle took us to Manchu Walk. <laughs> um, no, I was actually meeting with uh, Juan Manuel to talk about uh, the Hello and Welcome hats. I think that's what happened last oh, okay, time. Gotcha, that's where gotcha. we ended up meeting. Yeah, hats are that's... hats are coming soon, and they will be very exclusive. Oh, I gotta send you money, man. I'm gonna send you money today, man. I'll, yeah, I'll let you know. We had to tack on an additional seventy five dollar uh, shipping charge, so just wait. Um, oh, just so wait you, for and, me. you and I splitting shipping again? Yeah, so I'll have an updated amount for you. So just <laughs> wait on it. Um, but there's gonna be thirty six hats that are coming. Um, sick. So I'm taking one for myself. Yeah. Um, you want one, even though you can't wear, you should take one. Obviously. I should have one. I should have. No, one. you should definitely have one. But then the rest, we're we're gonna be, I think, charging forty dollars, and we're only selling this first run at an upcoming like um event that we might be doing. Yes, with yes. Hongsheng. So bring cash. Yeah. We'll give you more details then. But like, I'm yeah. assuming I've already had people like um hit me up to try to reserve a hat and stuff. Um, if you really want a hat and you want to make sure you get one, maybe just message me 
but mm. I'm not trying to, I'm, I gotta just manage that. Cause I don't want to reserve all. I want to give people a chance to come out and buy it too. But for real, for real, I feel like it's going to fly off the shelf. So then the next time we'll actually be do a pre-order. Mm. The cost will be lower per hat once we do a pre-order, but no, I'm, I'm excited to see these. I think they're going to arrive. I think next week, I think dead stock. So yeah, man, stop saying that. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that means. Anyways, it you have so also cool, man. you also have been wearing a a, a hat in the off season now. Yeah, I've been wearing like... Hongqing hat, like a like just a white Hongqing baseball cap. Um, even worn on the bus a couple of times. You know, I, yeah. I, I kept it on for about ten minutes and I how took you, it off. How do you feel awkward. though, like when you're out in public in a hat? So now that I've cut my hair, because in the summertime I I I, I cut my the sides down to like a one. Mm. Um. And I love how I love how me and you both get groomed up once we're not on air. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, shouldn't we be flipping that around? I, yeah, I mean, yes and no. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, we probably should. But I mean, again, like that, we can we could talk about that more in terms of as a budget uh, uh, kind of item. And as like a that, budget, but... oh, you want oh you want like Faisal's barber or something? Is that what you? I mean, that be that be pretty great. <laughs> Faisal got pretty great cuts, man. Faisal got great haircuts, man. Every time of I look course. at Faisal, I'm like, yo, this guy looks he got he looks HD. You know, he looks like a holographic the way his hair is. No, Faisal Faze so, get more haircuts than Fred Van Vliet, man. That's not true, but close, mm, close, but, but close, close, close. This guy got a GTA barber. He got a, he got a four one six barber and a nine zero five barber. And he got an OMP barber. Like, that's the four one six barber. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He, I know he, he got enough he, barbers because like there's like my barber knows his barbers. <laughs> wow. Like Faisal like connects the whole barber industry. <laughs> That's that's pretty sick, man. Yeah, they're I'm always like, like oh. <laughs> salute to my unloyal king, by the way, my disloyal king. All right, who who are you talking about? Faisal, man. He does he does have one barber just like me. Oh yeah, that's right. You guys do run yeah. in the yeah. You guys do run the same flow. Yeah. No, it's all good. That the the craziest thing next year is is when we get Sweetie to to get a haircut. Oh yeah, actually, with you, I, with let's you do it, well. man. Yeah. People love Sweetie, by the way. That's that's been the best introduction lately to to the Raptor Show universe. That's that, I mean, that's great to hear. Get and so many messages about Sweetie and, and stuff. Like people, people just treat him like family because he is family now. He man. he is family. He's my twin. But um, yeah. <laughs> but yo, but, we need to do a we need to do like an official like a Sportsnet get a photographer photo shoot of you two. <laughs> I mean, realistically, we're gonna get Jeremy to come out and take the photo. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. It's gonna be our own production, but I want to recreate photos of you. Like you know how you did the Coors Light campaign. Let's make them do the same. <laughs> so let's just do fo- let's just do photos of you, like him, like smoking a cigar, like you did, like after Game mm. Six of 2019. Like we have to recreate all the classic moments with him. No, well, unfortunately, the Celtics got to win a title to do that. So, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I don't know what we were talking about. To be honest, Faisal. Oh, we're talking about Getting Mount Rushmore of Asian fans. I mean, honestly, I oh, don't really that's know. Right. The thing is, they don't really highlight them that much. I don't feel like. <laughs> oh, that's right. Right now, we have Suga. Like we have uh, Ken. We have Ken Jong. Ken Jong unfortunately makes this list. Oh and man, I, no I'm man. Not, if, I'm not about that. If he's man. on Mount Rushmore, I'm climbing off, man. Like I'm climbing how off. Many, man. How many Asians are sitting courtside? Period. No, that's true. Yeah, no one really kind of comes to mind. Because the thing is, like, it's not like there's not like rabid interest in basketball and especially nba basketball um in, in asia like obviously people have seen the photos of nba players going to asia and like two million fans just like standing behind them with yeah. parasols um but there's but, like, not there's not a lot of asian celebrities who are like trying to be seen at these games like showing up to be seen like yeah. even in, in la and stuff 
Yeah. So, I mean, but you, every time you go to an NBA game, like, you're guaranteed to run into, like, mainlanders um, that aren't Jeremy, um, who, like, have the entire jersey of, of the opposing team that they're wearing. Because they're always coming in for, like, Luka Doncic or, like, Jason Tatum. Yeah, we're, we're not talking about just the jersey, man. We're talking about sweats. We're talking know, about sweats. Sneakers, if it's available, yeah. socks. We're talking about arm sleeves. Headbands, like, yeah, yeah. They, they ready to sub into the game. like Yeah. No, I respect it. Um, yeah. Okay, so we do not have... A, I just I'm not I'm not familiar with their game, quite frankly. Yeah, like, yeah. No, John, apologies, man. Maybe, maybe ask better questions next time. Yeah, um, for real. Focus on um, parenting. Oh God. Um. What are, what are your plans after the the playoffs wrap up? I mean, I think we're easing in pretty much now. What? what yeah. How we are? Oh, in You're terms gonna of get like, a lot of this. Anytime there's anything Raptors, will come on, and then I'll do like one or two serious like interviews for weeks. Yeah, no yeah. offense to these podcasts, but you know what I mean. No, no, no. He's got the he's got the real Raptors content. Um, I know I know what my role is here, and no, then we'll just um uh, yeah bring you content. How's the merch coming along? Yes, merch is coming. Um, hats will be ready. That's lit. Um, who is a better free throw shooter? I mean, definitely will. Yeah, come on. Um, man. I I end every shooting workout with making ten free throws in a row. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. No, Will's actually leave. very like intense about hoop in general. I'm yeah. just trying to get better at this thing. Like, you know, I, th- no, I think great. that the better I get at playing basketball, like the better I'll have an understanding of the game itself, and the better. Yeah, no, you love coverage. Will be you love hoops, like yeah. You love the finals. You love watching basketball. I think I just love the feeling of improvement too. Like being able to go to the run. Like yes, like uh, on Tuesday, I made like mm. two layups, which is very rare. again like it's like Duncan Robinson for me. I'm only going to spam threes. Right. So the couple times where I go back door for layups or I'm in transition for layups, it feels amazing. Hmm. No, I like that. Yeah. Um, this one for me. Any differences between golfing with your mom and your dad? <laughs> Yo, uh... what are you trying to do here, man? <laughs> That's therapy uh, right there. My dad's on a nicer course. Um, they mm. both have memberships at their courses, but you know, my, my dad definitely pays a premium at at, at his course. Um nah, mom brings more food. Um, so we'll randomly Classic. just have boxes of uh siu mai and har gao. Um oh what you guys are bringing dim sum to the golf course? Oh what? yeah, man. So we take a wow. break, like you know, a couple holes in, and she'll have a four containers and and we'll just wow. we'll just start eating whereas my dad just expects oh, me man. To have i know people ready. on the golf course doing wild racial slurs <laughs> looking at you eating a shoe mine in the middle of par four man get out of here <laughs> no it's so sick man um and then my dad because he's a golf instructor like he's actually able to help me like with my swing like as we're playing so like I'm able to to kind of lean on him and he's able to help me improve. Are you receptive to that? Is I'm very you, receptive, but then Okay, okay. So you 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 a humble listener. Yeah, I just think too though that like um like my golf game has just reached its like potential. Like there's not much better I can get at. Like why, I'm just, why do you like, say that? Cuz like I just don't I don't play enough. Like like, so then you haven't reached your potential if you if you no, play but more, it's like I'm never ready. gonna have the time to like play like every day the same way that my dad. Oh, you does. and I work like twenty hours a week max. I know, but I also like don't love golf that much though. Okay, okay like fair, golf fair, for fair. me is like number one. It's the easiest way to hang out with my parents because it's all they want to do. Mm. So like mm. versus like sitting around the house, 
where they're not talking to each other in the same room. Um, like, oh, okay. you know, like I can just see them like go, go, go for like a couple hours with my dad. Um, and then go for a couple hours with my mom. Once again, the most inefficient family ever. Again, you guys could just play around together. But, <laughs> I know. Uh, this has um, never been considered in this family. Okay, um, that's fair. So, yeah. And then my dad also, as part of his membership, uh, they make him pay like a $500 credit where he has to spend 500 bucks eating in the clubhouse this year. Like, okay. it's just a All fee right. that he has to pay. So he's been eating fish and chips there nonstop. I, I do keep seeing you... <laughs> post stories of your dad eating like burgers and fries and stuff yeah yeah so he's held under against his will and then we were in their nice clubhouse and they were playing blair and barker on the tv Mm. and my dad's like man that's you on there you know when when you're on air i'm like yeah man i'll be there on june 22nd so maybe just sit in the clubhouse at two no man this guy's gonna be eating a a fish and chips (laughs) I did. And watching us. Wow. I've been trying really hard to explain to him the concept of a podcast, and like I might need help actually, because like I don't think he's understanding it. Like, What's, like what? What? Because like, really? Okay. When we're off air, when we're not on TV or YouTube, I'm like, yes, we're not on, but we're recording just the audio. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where does it go? I'm like, it goes to Apple, it goes to Spotify. You can just listen to it. Yeah, it's like. Just yeah, it's like, I, th- it's I like, think the concept like of the podcast music. is just—it's just not something that he's like. I don't know if he's not understanding, but anyways. all right, well. he understands the charts though. I showed him the chart yesterday because he was—he was like, "Oh, I heard you guys falling down to like six seventh. I'm like, "No, bro, that's old news." Because because he, he does check that chart like every day, and it's probably not good for me. Yeah. Um sorry, I just else? got a DM from from Assad being like, nah, I'm dead. My dad also just watches Pakistani political pundits on YouTube all day. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got a YouTube premium family plan and put him on it. Best gift idea. And I was like, that's honestly, Dad, that's what you get you for Father's Day, bro. You get it, you get a YouTube premium subscription, oh, so you don't man. have to listen to ads. Yeah, I don't want to know what like anyone's parents are are looking up on YouTube, man. I feel like they're consuming very different things than any of us. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah, because to me, I'm thing. like the Taiwan Strait is just sounds like maybe you wanted to go for a cruise there. No, oh, it's, it's a very different scenario for my for my parents. Oh God. Um, sorry. Yeah. Father's Day though. Yeah. What what are you what are you doing for Father's Day? Well apparently I'm getting him a YouTube premium account. Honestly, he would definitely he, they would definitely use it a lot. Man, my mom also is on YouTube a ton, so yeah. Any any golfers out there, let me know. I always just always get my dad like a golf town gift card. I feel like I could do better this year, so Wow. Um I mean better as in it's still gonna be a gift card, but oh, okay. <laughs> somewhere else. Like I don't know what do you guys want from me. Uh oh. what else is next? Can you explain the Nas better than Kendrick take? K Dot has more classics. Exactly. I'm not saying Kendrick Lamar is not a great artist. Kendrick Lamar is is one of the great rappers, um, you know, artists of this generation. Um, Mm. I just don't connect with this generation. Um, You know, I grew up listening to you know Jay Z, Nas, you know Biggie, diving into stuff like you know the Roots, Outkast, De La Soul, all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. for me, it's like uh, Kendrick, the way he raps and, and the, some of the subjects I tackle sometimes does remind me of Nas mm. at his best when he does his storytelling. 
um, or just like rap bars, like structure the way he does uh, songs and stuff. So like when I say if I want to listen to Kendrick, I'd rather listen to Nas. That's just like a personal preference thing. Gotcha, like I feel gotcha. like I feel like I enjoy Nas's music more because I grew up on that, and That's like fair. I spent like twenty years listening to it. So I, trust me, I know Kendrick is not trash, but it's like his music has just never resonated with me. Mm. So that's fair. I, I I feel like I am partial to like I don't know that specific era too, like twenty twenty twelve twenty thirteen that era of rap. And it was like Good Kid, Mad City came out that time. Like my favorite Drake album is Nothing Was the Same. Like you know, mm. kind of things like that. But you never got into J Cole though. I feel like I haven't. You've never no. really referenced Cole. In fact, I, so I actually. For my school newspaper in Hamilton, um, I had to fill a column one one week, and I was like, "All right, I'm just gonna listen to this new J Cole album." I think it was like uh, the 2014 Forest Hill Drive, mm. the one where he's sitting on top of a garage or whatever. And I was like, "Okay, I'll listen to this and I'll write the review." Because you know, when you're writing a when you fill out a newspaper, like you got to fill out the actual like inches on on the page, right? You're not right. just like throwing whatever on a web page where it's unlimited. So I was like, okay, all right, I'll listen to this. And then I wrote a review for it. And I think I gave it like three out of five stars. I was like, it's good, but some of it's bad. I don't really like when he's rapping about him like being horny as a kid. Mm. You know, there's one of those songs on there. And I was like, yeah, this is this is fine. Like, it's it's cool. Play on the background. I'm not going to listen too hard to the lyrics. And then like, we never got comments on anything when we posted it online. But there was like four or five comments being like, yo, you don't know real, you don't know real music. Hashtag Cole World. So I was like, oh. <laughs> it was wild. I'm like, you really on music. the McMaster University, like student newspaper website saying hashtag Cole World. Like, yo, right. music culture is like, I would argue music culture is more intense than sports, I think. Yeah, I, I, for sure. And I think for, um, for, for J. Cole, I think he, he gets like slandered a lot more than other artists i would say mm-hmm. and so i understand his fans being extra defensive you know it's it's probably like in a weird way like nikki's fans have the same kind of effect where everyone just goes after Nicki minaj mm. and so their fans are like extra defensive so i, I get it it's 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 you know yeah born, no, center, a... born center was cool born center was cool damn yeah i just yeah. don't i just don't know a lot of people who are like actual j cole like stands you know like i thought i know kendrick stands one of them Oh really? Okay. I'm, I I don't want to. You know what, Keyshawn? Let us know. Actually, are you a are you a J Cole? Yeah. Cause... The three people who are listening to this who know Keyshawn, please pass this on. Yeah. To to Keyshawn. I don't I don't think Keyshawn consuming our pods like that, man. He he do he he's too busy. You know what I'm saying? You gotta listen um, to our pods while he's shooting the Jays game, man. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a pretty good life, man. Let me let me hit up. Alex I know the song Keyshawn has heard the most in his life, um, or this past year is uh, "Let's Go Let's Go Blue Jay." <laughs> no, man, I don't know why that's so funny. Oh, okay, Blue Jay, sorry, okay, Blue Jay. No, man, this guy said this guy said he's been through the seventh inning stretches. Bro, I'm just telling you, Keyshawn at the end of the year when his top Spotify when he list pulls comes out, out number one's going to be "Okay Blue Jay," man. <laughs> uh, next question: What other pods do you guys listen to? Okay, yeah. Uh, right, let's see. Right let's see. Um, Bill uh, Simmons podcast. Wow, never heard um, of that one. The blog era. The blog um, era. What's that? This is um, this is a podcast series um, by It's the Real about um, the rise of hip hop during the blog era. Okay, so like all right. Kid Cudi, mm. Wale, all these guys. Recommend you check it out. Um, uh, Hoop Collective. Mm-hmm. Um, evil men from from our guy James. 
um, James Hartnett, who we played poker with. Okay, cool. Um, each each episode, um, so him and two other co-hosts basically pick uh, an evil man in in history of time mm. and go through their history. It's um, it's cool. It's actually really funny. Um, How long gone? Which which I did tell mm. you about. Um, yeah. Low posts. Recently, I've gone into uh, Brian Curtis's The Press Box. Okay. Oh, you I a actually, nerd. You I a actually, nerd. You no, listen to The Press Box? No, he no had a great... No offense to Brian Curtis, man. No, he had a great interview with Mark Spears, and that's how I started putting okay. it on my list. So All right, fair, I, fair, actually, fair. I actually respect it now. Uh, right. you know Prestige TV podcast. Yeah, okay. Um, Raptors over everything. Yeah, yeah um, of course, man. ROE, just read, baby. Just reading what's on my list. Um... Uh, ESPN's rap stories. So this is David Dennis sat down with a bunch of uh, different rappers to revisit mm. their their favorite album. So I guess myself is very like, um, I don't yeah. know, man. Culture, music, and basketball. Right time with Bomani Jones. Yeah, um, that's cool. Sneak sneak disc sneaker podcast. Um, that's the best sneaker podcast. You listen to a ever. podcast about shoes, man. How much do you like shoes, bro? Um, not not as much anymore. Um, uh, throwing fits, which is like a men's fashion podcast. The guys are jokes. Time to say goodbye, and uh, our guy Mark Savelle, Toronto Living's real estate podcast. Oh, there we go. Yep. Episode twelve: Big changes for Toronto housing. All right. Is it getting cheaper? <laughs> that, that'd be a they big should change. actually have you on there to ask the hard questions. Yeah. Like no, it's cool, I, man. They they bring can in he me, bring... <laughs> someone who's been fully employed for my entire adult life, who is famously frugal, mm. who uh is in a two income household. Yeah, they ever Frank, purchase they a calling house. him Frank Frugal, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Not not. I don't know, man. You gotta ask somebody else in a different tax bracket. Um, I, I, I do, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, he has, not to he say has, I'm, I'm entitled to anything, but I'm just saying, like, no, I I'm hear like, you, Dan, If I if I can't get one, I, I know. No, I hear you. The state one. the state of the world is uh is tough right now. Yeah. It literally smells sour yeah. outside when you walk. It's like that broke boy talk right now. Um, no, Savelle's pod's cool. I'm gonna hop on that too. Got to get you on there. Oh too. yeah. Okay. All right. So you know well, what? I'm got, happy to come on, support. man. We got, got a lot support, of questions man. about housing. After the check, after the check he gave us for the Ayalani school. Oh, okay. He gave it to Bobby, not us. Oh yeah, that's right. I got something in the mail from the Ayalani school today. I hope it's just a tax oh, really? receipt. Uh that'd be sick. <laughs> yeah, something like that. So we can redistribute. All right. Yeah. Back next you know question. What? I'm gonna shout out two pods just from Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't even ask yours. My bad. My bad. My no, 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 it's all good. It's all good. No, no, no. Those are all good suggestions. I'm, mine are all basketball related, so like, you know, you don't really need those. Uh but shout out to Talking Fast by Sarah Jenkins. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Yahoo Friends? Okay. Um, I feel like if you live in the city and you're like um, pretty much between 20 and 30 years old and you essentially want like a, more a lifestyle approach to podcasting, maybe some recommendations, Talking Fast is pretty good for that. Um, shouts to Sarah. And then shouts to Made In um, by Evie. Evie and Jazz. Um, this is two Asian women in Toronto talking about their experiences and also talking about like a lot of K-pop and like k dramas and stuff like that but yeah it's uh, like a, it's like a ban- it's like a banter pod yeah 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 exactly yeah so salute to uh salute to our friends damn that's sick yeah just opening up this letter from the Ayalani school which we donated oh, okay. a substantial amount of money to is it a tax receipt it's part of bobby webster live event dear mr wong on behalf of all of us 
at Ailani School. Thank you so much for your recent gift made on behalf of Robert J. Webster. Robert J. Webster? The Bobby Webster. Oh, he sounds like a president, man. To (laughs) the Bobby Webster Scholarship Endowment. We are filled with gratitude for the many ways our community has united and continue to support Ailani School. Um, Yeah, thank you for your Amazing, man. We were able to provide financial aid to nearly 25% of all students on our campus, thanks to your generosity and the generosity of others. Wow. So we're grateful for your part. That's amazing. Of, of making that possible. That's actually great to hear, man. That's no, actually dope. really great to hear. It's dope. You know what? These live events, raising money, that was S tier this year as well. Man. Shouts to people coming out to the events because that's that's who really did this. Man, we were able to do two like really good live events in, in the middle mm-hmm. of like a nightmarish season, man. No, the funniest thing was Chris Boucher coming in to do a live show after that last back-to-back in Orlando. Mm. And you were like backstage. You were like, "Will just just chill on Chris, all right? Just just ask him like you know about his charity and, yeah, and I'm like, just this introduce ain't him CNN. to this, this ain't crowd." CNN, man. And the yeah. first thing that came on, I was like, "Chris Boucher, what is wrong with the Toronto Raptors? You guys just lost back to back in in against Orlando." <laughs> I'm like, "Do you understand how Mo Bamba worked you in the post tonight?" Comment. <laughs> like it was. I don't know. I'm sorry, man. And I, the, the fan and of me just never, never can ever be quenched. No, that's that's why that's why you're you, man. And then that next question was, so tell us how you're helping kids with basketball in Montreal. Like we really, <laughs> really just soothed it out. We got some of the best transitions in the game, man. Yeah, um, man. But no, seriously, that that's actually. I mean, yeah, we have. This is the the, the I think the best thing that we did this year was. Um, bringing the community together and, and and putting it towards a positive causes both times. So yeah, we need to regroup and think about how to do more. Um, yeah, more of these. I'm still yeah. got a lot of feedback about people wanting us to come to Markham. So okay, all right, we might got to just start showing love. You're in Markham um, every weekend, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we should just do something. There. I don't know what the venue would be though. Someone mm. listening to Markham, offer us a venue. You run a restaurant or bar or something. Let's get it done. Yeah, coffee, um, coffee shop, bubble tea shop, any of those. Yeah, coffee, bubble tea, any of that. Um, if you could pick one succession character to replace Masai, who would it be? Oh, my God. <laughs> you First might got to do top three or something. Wow, that's a great one. Okay, so yeah. minor spoilers alert, I suppose. If you uh, yeah, don't spoil- hear it. No, like, no, no, let's, spoiler, let's spoiler alert. Um, please fast forward five minutes if you don't want to Five. You gave me five minutes of the segment, okay. Um... So definitely not Kendall. <laughs> yeah, I think we know that. This guy will start the hundred <laughs> prospects. All right. <laughs> Can we? We also got to do. We should. We should have tiered succession characters too after the finale. Mm. I'm obsessed yeah. with the tiering now. No, tier list is sick, man. Look yeah, at the I'm tier. A- there's a tier list website too. You can just like put little faces and stuff, and you can drag and drop. That's and sick. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Okay, so, so no Kendall, no Rome. We're taking Roman out as well. Okay, realistically, Logan would be an excellent GM. Okay, but but um, like, again, spoilers, please, please move forward. But like, we got to be realistic. Like, Logan's no longer around. Okay, but we're just talking about characters, man. Like, I know, okay, but fine, I don't, fine. All right, fine. I feel like Logan's just, too easy. Logan is too easy, but he would be the best candidate for this. Sure, um, but he's eliminated because he's elim- eliminated. I actually would hate to have Tom be the GM. No, definitely not. Because Tom. you need to be the person in charge. You can't just be the puppet. No, Tom so, would make it to like Bill Simmons's like worst GM summit. Yeah. yeah so, um, hmm. 
Who else would be good? You know who I kind of who, who's the guy that Shiv was sleeping with in the first in the first season? Um, oh, you talking the about Nate? Nate, yeah, Nate. I feel like yeah. Nate would have some good GM qualities. You know, like okay, knows how to okay. play both sides, understands the politics like behind, little, knows how to play backdoor stuff. Like, little boy wonder type coming in, like young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. knows analytics. Like does definitely that knows analytics, well. man. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I trust him though. A little raw. Okay, um, fine. He could be Bobby then. I'm trying to think what other options there are, man. Maybe pretty jokes to let Connor run the team for like a year. Connor would be would be super delusional, but he'd probably come up with an idea like, "Hey, we're only gonna have six nine forwards." <laughs> wow! So you're saying Vision Six Nine <laughs> smells like a Connor Roy presidential run? It'd be like Connor Roy was interested in basketball from a very young age. There's got to be better people, man. Yo, how about we just let Frank and Carl take a run? Honestly, oh, I, you know what, Jerry? Jerry would be a really great. Oh, GM. yes, okay, Jerry yeah, would be yeah. a great GM. You Jerry know, for I'm GM going right Jerry. now. Yeah, I'm going with absolutely. Jerry. Okay, I'm going yeah. with Jerry. I want Frank and Carl consulting. Who would be who would take over in this scenario as as Raptors PR? I guess Carolina. Carolina would be pretty good. Yeah. Um Hugo, Ruff, Hugo the, just for Hugh, content yeah. though. Yeah. Hugo would be pretty sick, man. Yeah. So Hugo Honestly, Hugo for head coach, man. The way he like just said woof woof. <laughs> Why? I need I need I need a player's coach cuz I need a player's coach to be like woof woof to anybody in the players lounge. You know oh I mean? man. No, I respect. Like, okay, hey, yeah, I so, want to take tomorrow off. He'd be like, "Woof, woof." Like that's what Nick Nurse was saying to Kawhi. When so Kawhi was like, "I need, it. I need load management." He's like, "Woof, woof, bro. Woof, woof. Go ahead." Oh boy. Oh boy. Um. All yeah, right, I spoilers like, over. I like. The, oh wait, hold uh, on. Yeah, spoilers over. But I like the Jerry uh, selection though. Yeah. All right, Jerry for GM. I think that's kind of sick. Actually, that's a good pick. Um. Next one. Would you and Will ever do an IG live during a game? Why? Um. Probably not. I'm yeah. gonna be very focused on the game. I'm not gonna lie to you. So. Yeah, I feel like st- there's just like too much. Yeah, I, I think yeah. again, this would be very diminishing returns. I feel like because I feel I like think- if if the cameras were mm-hmm. on during an IG live, like I don't think what people don't realize is like there's just a lot of dead moments during games where like people are, were just locked in watching or chatting about like whatever stuff. I think for me, like, um, I really cherish the experience of like being absorbed in a moment. Um, and there's just not that many things right now that like, especially with just limited attention span, like you are like, that's just like, you're sitting down for a movie. And like, I feel like that feeling when I'm like sitting down for a movie, when I'm watching basketball, mm. um, not to say that I don't have other distractions going on. Cause I definitely have my phone. I'm taking notes. I'm looking at Twitter, all that kind of stuff. But like, I think just doing IG live on top of that would kind of like take away from one of those great pleasures which is to be completely no for sure and i just think from a content standpoint i'm not sure how much it would deliver for sure for people to enjoy i mean i'd be yelling and stuff but that's that's not that unique remember we tried doing those ig lives when we were at yahoo like right before we went on uh regrettably and i was hoping to forget (laughs) those but yeah (laughs) that was an era (laughs) that was was, 100 that was our (laughs) vaulter What's your golf game looking like these days, Alex? What's your handicap? Um, yeah, I'm not good, man. Like I shot, I shot like a plus twenty two yesterday. Which is nah, like man. crazy. This guy got bro. Kyle Lowry's plus minus. Yeah, I'm shooting in the Kyle Lowry plus minus, man. Like oh, I said, I don't take my game that seriously, yeah. um, and I'm easily oh, frustrated on the course. 
but as long as we walk out of there and I feel like my dad had a good time hanging out with me, that's all that matters. Um, have you ever had a, a hole in one? No, no. My have dad, you ever my, had a birdie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a birdie yesterday. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm, right, I'm that's, a very up and bad. down player. Um, okay, okay. All right. What's the Do you best? have you ever done the Tiger Woods fist pump? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd be doing that. You know how I gave you the too small, like even though I was running off like two screens and yeah, it scored yeah, in the post. Yeah, whatever. Like I'd be doing the fist pump if I like just hit a random putt that like no, doesn't I, matter. I, yeah. No, 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 I get excited. My, I know my your putting, dad's sick when he sees that. Man. Yeah, no, my yeah, my dad doesn't really care. Yeah, he okay, he already okay. got me. He already got me clocked on on the failure tier. Oh damn! Yeah, I'm on the F tier. F tier child. Yo, Asian families should get together and do tears, man. Of, of, no, they should. How they feel about each other? God damn, bro! How much therapy do you think you want to pay for, man? <laughs> Yo, this is my cry for help, man. Please get me back into that office. Um, what is the biggest piece of media drama that you can tell us? <laughs> I can't. I tell think we you. told it on the program earlier this year, but uh, an unnamed oh. visiting team reporter. Um, unfortunately, it got uh, puked on by accident. <laughs> oh man, I don't even man. I'm thinking drama, drama, man. Oh no, oh. like me once reaching out to Mark Tatum's office with some complaints. Yeah. Um. Anyways, mm, we can yeah. tell those another time. Damn. Um. What? What else? Would Any you like to? Would you dramas? like? Uh, we've we've had some drama on our shows too. Again, those will have to go unnamed. We have accidental like... beefs, but I actually genuinely don't wish. No, to we have, have a, not even accidental anybody. beefs. I'm thinking about when when like guests sometimes when we come on here and set the wrong thing, and then uh, cleanup had to be done. I, I think I think the funny thing is people really think of the media having agendas like it's like this like big conspiracy, and I'm just telling you, I promise you, these are like we're just like very normal people coming in to do a job and we get quotes and then we move on maybe other people know like a lot but to my knowledge like most people kind of like have like a little bit more in depth uh, like they may know like a little bit more than like everything they're reporting on but like the scope of it is still fairly uh, unknown um to most and i feel like um there isn't just like everything is written with subtext i think everything is written mostly from the perspective of somebody coming in to do a job. Um, yeah, so, I, I feel like too sometimes when like, I see conspiracy guys, theories are fun to play, but it, we're not. It's not. We're not Woj and Shams and Chris Haynes. Obviously, we're, we're obviously we're not at that level. But it's just like it, it's not that level of like we're going to work together with this guy and to put out this message. We're going to work together, you know, with the team to put out this. Like that doesn't. That really doesn't happen. Yeah, I just see. I see guys like Grange, you know, Eric Green, J. Lou too. I, I feel like sometimes they do get a lot of just like certain segments of people are very dug in and just like mm-hmm. um, have certain opinions about them, which again, is perfectly fair, but sometimes I feel like fans just see these people um, like legit, like not as like human beings or understand, like you said, the different aspects of the job. And it's kind of like how people just look at players and it's just like, Oh, I hate this person just cause I don't like his jumper. And it's like, Oh, sure. I, I hate this reporter just cause like, you know, he said this or he said things this way. It's just yeah. interesting to me because that culture has like really risen up mm-hmm. in, in terms of like evaluating media. Whereas media, you should just be people who like delivered the news for you because they were the ones that were in the locker room. Like they were the ones that were like, you know, passing on the news. And and now it seems like whether these media people want to be personalities or not, they're being made out to be personalities. And now people just like draw lines on like people that they like or don't, which I don't know yeah, if that's, that's the fair. best thing, but... 
I think people it's all good. Um, see it as part of the entertainment product now. So, and I feel like media is very much a conduit rather than the the product itself. Mm-hmm. No, I yeah. think that's a good point. Um, hey, Will, people need to know the story around the Uber and AG. Uh, AJ, I thought we're, appreciate we're gonna t- we will tell that story, but on a banter pod. This is just a regular weekly. One. We will when tell we, it when like, we do like a three hour, four hour one. Like we will we'll bury we, it in an hour three. I promise. Uh, we might. I, I might only participate at a at a live event. Oh right, we, is, we, you know what we just we did discuss it as a live event. Because this one is a little bit like it's not serious, but it's like it's really not serious. I don't know it's, if we want to. It's not even it that there. big of a deal. It just it's feels kind of like disrespectful to actually put it out there. So sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry for all the teasing. We really hyped it for no reason. Yeah, this is a, this is um, Utah getting ramen with me now. This this is uh, super apologies. Please give us please give us five stars, anyways. Um, uh, would you and Alex consider setting up a friendly pickup b ball run with fans this summer? I mean, yeah, maybe I guess. Yeah, the 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 more the stressful is, part not, is just not, the planning. Yeah, the stressful part is being trash in front of other people. But uh, oh, yeah. we don't care about that, man. Yeah, I can I, I can shoot at least. So I I I, I, no, was, like, I I feel like you're respectable once you can come on the floor and just make an open jumper. So no, like it'll be fine. Um, we should actually look into that. It's just uh, that sounds kind of w- fun. With all these things, it's the it's the logistics and finding out the place that that like For stresses sure. me out. Because like, yeah. if somebody could actually manage that, like you know, I'd be down to do that. Like you know, we got we got lots of people who who book gyms and have access. Yeah, them, so. if we can make yeah. it happen that easily and get people out, I think that'd be super cool. Mm. What's um, the coolest gym in, in the city to play in, by the way? Uh, you... I don't know. OVO Athletic Center. Ooh, yeah. that's pretty yeah. sick. So. Uh, um... Have you been to Ballmatics? Ballmatics looks cool, man. No, where is that? Is that DuPont and Davenport? No. Or not Davenport. uh, Dover Court. Dover Court. I always got Dover Court and Davenport confused. Uh, Yeah, it's it's a good court. Precious Achua was there actually on the weekend, it seemed like. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like the Working it's like all it's like mostly shots. glass. It's like a uh, he was dunking on people. Uh, unfortunately, oh, I don't oh. think he was working on push shots. But oh, okay. th- this ain't Kem Birch, bro. What are you talking about? Oh, oh yeah, sorry, getting all my bigs mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. can't believe Kem is Kem still on contract with Spurs. He's gonna have to guard Victor Wembanyama all next season mm-hmm. yep. in practice. Yep. That's a uh, it's not a good. Shots to what counts to Kem Birch, man. What a, what a time in Toronto. We the North. Oh yeah, we did. We, we had a chance. The North. We had a chance to talk to Strizzy actually about yeah, yeah. about his uh, representing We the North drop. And yeah, yeah. I guess the story is that there wasn't much. Strizzy's like, "What did you want me to say, man, about <laughs> Ken Birch in the starting center lineup? Yeah. Like, what do you want me to say about so, Ken Birch starting center? Yeah. So other than representing We the North, we're on Strizzy's side on that one. Yeah, I agree. We getting Herbie Kun on next season, man. I feel like there's like a unspoken beef that needs to be settled. Oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we have we have made jokes about Herbie so much, but I mean, it's 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 all it's in fun. All man. in fun. Herbie seems like a great dude. That's not, I, everything I w- I've ever heard about Herbie is that he's an amazing guy. This is what I've heard too. Yeah. Also, so. like players love him, man. I saw Carthy Towns came in and they had like a long hug and the conversation in the back, and I was just like, damn, how will Cat even really know Herbie? But it's like, mm. no, Herbie's like an OG. That's how people know Herbie. So no, so shout to Herbie. Yeah. Might need to might need to settle that one up. Yeah. Um, all right we're gonna take a quick break because i gotta use the washroom but uh we will come right back with episode with the second half of this
Welcome back to uh, the Raptor Show. Still here with Alex. This is basically a banter part of this one, man. We're not really talking about basketball, are we? Uh, I mean, just depending on the questions that come up. This is our little freestyle Friday. I feel like people, even during the season, came to expect the Friday shows to be a little bit more chill. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, so just trying to bring that vibe. I just think that, um, like, there's not that much serious basketball talk to be discussed. Like, can, how many days in a row can we talk about maybe hiring Sergio Scariola? Like, it's... Mm. I mean, we could do it over and over again, but I'm not sure if that's oh, what man. people want. I'm so yeah. sick of this, man. No, no, yeah, no, by the way, uh, if you're yeah. enjoying the pods, you know, um, please go rate and review. Give us a five-star review. Absolutely, man. That would be super thoughtful of you. Also, who, is, uh, who has the time to consume all these pods? Yeah, that's a question that does come up later. Um, okay. Um, yeah, you. let's... Um, no, let me oh, by the way, so, there's, a, there's a new Mark Stein report that I... Mm. Uh, saw in my inbox my email inbox after, oh okay uh, let's let's hear this after using the washroom so <clears throat> this is uh from mark stein's newsletter uh point number five this is daily dime style oh that's cool okay all right wow that's the 2010 daily dime anyway mm. uh italy's lega basket Serie A employs a best of seven championship series just like the nba those finals begin saturday when raptors coaching candidate Sergio Scariola leads Virtus Bologna against Ettore Messina coached Olympia Milano. Uh, as covered here Monday, Toronto hoped to bring Scariola to Canada earlier this week for his second face-to-face summit with team officials, but those plans were scrapped by the Raptors to spare Scariola from criticism back home, where he sh- surely would have been assailed for banning his team for even a day or two during preparations for the title round, which again, like we kind of piece that together on the show here uh if the bologna milano series goes to distance uh, the full seven games scariola will be engaged until june 23rd it's obviously not a must that the raptors have a new head coach in place before uh june 22 draft but that was their stated preference after nurse's exit on april 21st this is week seven of the raptors search to replace nurse their interest in Scariolo first expressed when Masai Jerry and his top aide, Bobby uh, Webster, his top aide, oh, come on, man, that's the GM right there, flew to Italy to early in the process to meet with him, um, has led to some in-league coaching circles to conclude that the Bologna head coach, uh, who also coaches the Spanish national team, is edging into the lead for the post. Yet, I've heard the same about Golden State Warriors assistant coach, uh, Kenny Atkinson, it's believed that Memphis Grizzlies assistant Darko Ryakovich continues to be under consideration for the job alongside Scariola and Atkinson. Those three candidates appear to have gained separation from Sacramento Kings associate head coach Jordi Fernandez. Mm. So, so Jordi Hive Jordi Hive is down bad. Jordi Hive is down bad. The fact that we even have Jordi Hive is 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 a product is is another F tier storyline. The Raptors head coaching surf, F tier storyline. Sorry. Mm. Okay. No, I like that. Um, it, yeah, it's not I, a disrespect to the Canada. It's just like the fact that we even have people standing for coaching candidates. Like, is is kind of sad. Like, to, let's just get it over with. But so it sounds like it's gonna be Scariolo. Um, and yeah, why else would you be waiting? And now we just, I guess, I guess the biggest drama, the bigger drama is just the timing of it now. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, technically they can announce earlier, but then he wouldn't be here. I'm kind of just rooting for a sweep, and then he can come here. Yeah, week of the so, draft. Okay, so now we'll be monitoring this. Uh, what's this league called? Syria. Uh, it is the Lega Basket Syria. Okay, so we'll be monitoring the finals of this. Yeah, 
to to see when it ends. Very exciting. Oh, trust Just me. A, every day on the podcast, I, I I look up Virtus Bologna's schedule. Very exciting coaching search. Um. All right. Next question from Shanda. How can I catch up on all these episodes? Should I quit my job? Leave my family? Because <laughs> Shanda pic- has like a real job, you know. I think she works in like the healthcare industry. Isn't she a doctor? Yeah. Um, okay. So don't quit and- your job, please. Yeah, don't leave your family. Thank you, Thank you for your service. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, just don't listen, listen to all of them. Yeah. Some no, that's not a good suggestion. Um, so a couple couple tricks as a seasoned podcast listener. Okay, mm. can't listen on one time speed. It's just not possible. No, at least one point four. Yeah. Okay, my preferred is like one point two five, but okay, one point four is fine. I've um, gone to I, two. I've gone to two yeah, before. That's yeah. Well, that's yeah. okay. All right, fair. Um, but speed it up. And uh, one thing that I do to fall asleep is I'll put on a pod for like a sleep timer for like 10 minutes and then just like slip the phone under my pillow. And then j- I, I'm, I'm instantly asleep after like one minute of listening to um, uh, Hoop Collective. Sorry, but like um, mm. it, it, it will it will at least chip off some more time off that thing. OK, I like that. I like that. Or yeah. or just depending mm-hmm. on your schedule try to um save the episodes and then maybe when you have uh an off day just give yourself the time whether you're going out going for a drive going for a walk um just running through like two three episodes at a time yeah so it doesn't feel like you're constantly catching up on a particular episode and don't the pace of it will slow down like we're we're going at this pace until for agency but then like yeah at that point you know Kind of this is off. probably the most heightened content in terms of Monday to Friday, in terms of like number of oh, hours. Yeah. No, because we've kind of conditioned people to under to like we'll give you fifty minutes per day for five days in, in for every weekday, and I think that is more manageable, digestible than like we're giving you two hours per day every day. Yeah, but no, then again, we mix it true. up. Like when I interviewed um, uh, Donatas Arbonus for the the, the coaching search. That was like 37 minutes. So maybe I'll try to yeah. we'll mix it up a little bit like that. Change it no, I think you have been mixing it up when you've had other people on. It's obviously yeah. been more like traditional. And like, listen, man, every time I come on, I'm like, yo, we're going to get this done in one hour. And somehow it never happens. Yeah, it's, that's that's my fault, man. I just... No, know, it's I, all good, I miss man. hanging out with Alex in, in real life. No, man, so the banter, here. banter is crazy. Uh, Shanda also wanted to know prediction for what our opening night matchup is going to be. And why it'll be someone lame like the Wizards. I was just um, going to say the Wizards, bro. Let's pull this up. I got the wi- Wizards. I'm going to give a 55% chance. What is the storyline for, for Wizards Raptors? Like, what are we leading with there for that night? Man? We're leading with let's just get it over with. <laughs> we, it's like the Raptors have Sergio Scariolo. Uh, the Wizards have Michael Winger. Uh, mm. Like, what, what, what are we doing? Okay, so assuming it's an East team. It's going to be no, an East team. Milwaukee will play who will Milwaukee will play Miami I'm guessing maybe maybe they bring that yeah. opening night or maybe they'll play the Celtics right because Miami's got to be <clears throat> they have to be opening night right because they won the east like they get one the of rule? those marquee games I know I the, you're, I only, mean, you're only guaranteed opening night if you win if the, you're title. the champs yeah. yeah so I'm gonna say if if I'm Adam Silver I'm gonna go Miami Milwaukee 
I want that Giannis draw. That's pretty. That's pretty sick. I like that. That's better than you, Milwaukee Boston, to be honest. And then you give Boston Philly because they had their own history. Right, right, right. And they had the so, playoff series. Yeah. So Nick Nurse draws Joe Mazzula mm. in in Game One, and I don't know what that leaves us, man. Like, could they give mm. us a Cleveland? Would Would you want Chicago coming back to Scotia yeah, right after could be the play in? Chicago would be yeah. a decent one. But there's not a yeah, they're not exciting, none of these. Diarda Rosen. There's not a lot you, of you, exciting. You are welcome players. home, but also you are not that welcome home. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'll still I'll still never forget the end of the play in game. You you running into her in the arena. <laughs> no. That was actually hilarious because I was so devastated and I went downstairs and the first person I saw was Diarda Rosen with like oh, Zach Levine. You really saw a ghost, man. That was wild. Um, no, the funniest thing was me screeching during the, the, the when the, the, the Bulls started shooting free throws. Oh man! Anyways, we'll leave uh, that. We'll leave that there. Um, Shanda, this is a four-parter. Also mm. said, "How did you guys get Costas Kufos? Um, many amazing drops coming from the B-ball ref game. I think it was you said it was because uh, I gave you the hint that he's bald. Yeah, you told me he was balding. Um, yeah, yeah. And then also, what's the next show to watch now that Succession is done? I've been looking for that myself. Um, I, I've i been watching Fleabag. Fleabag's funny. Oh, damn. Like yeah, I never humor? got into that. I never, okay. I never tapped in. There's A another lot of talking HBO... into the camera, you know? Mm, there's another HBO show called Somebody Somewhere that you should check out. Okay. It's just like a small town drama thing. Um, but okay, I think you would enjoy it. Um, the other two is uh, right now the show that everybody is buzzing about. Um, that's like a comedy drama series as well. Um, and I just finished watching Jury Duty on Amazon. Okay. So that's the one where um, uh, a guy goes into Jury Duty not knowing that the entire thing is a setup. Like everybody there are actors besides him. So it's like uh, the movie with uh, um, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh, Truman Show. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Damn. Okay. Truman Show goaded, man. Truman um, Show was pretty good. Yeah, that was alright. No, Truman Show's good. I was looking for a shirt the other day. They're selling them for five thousand dollars on eBay. Um, which anyways. okay, I, I don't understand anything about the world. Yeah. Um. Let's see. How does a guy get into your secret Asian ball run? Oh. Asking for myself. Let's be honest. I let's be honest me you and i are on the fringes of that run like you know we're not guaranteed to be in, in, invited yeah very fringe um, um so industry con- industry contacts basketball contacts yeah uh, it's not a run where we can just like invite people i guess it really isn't it really isn't yeah it's it's you're not really I, I, miss I, you're not really missing out on, on much except like the court that you play on i guess yeah that's that's well Sometimes you got a chance to to play some celebrities. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, but the answer is we're unable to help you with this request. Yeah. I, I might have blocked a guy in a Google commercial. Oh God, man. I love <laughs> how you're just like I love how you just always get to just like, yo, we're not gonna talk about this. Um, I can't talk about it. And then you just two minutes later drop enough hints where people can just fill in every blank. I blocked a shot and I was like, "This guy blocked Giannis." Gone. Is what he's saying. He blocked Giannis. Yeah. Layup gone. <laughs> oh no, man! <laughs> oh god. Um, 
this might be a troll question. Um, where would Cody Zeller fit on the Raptors depth chart? Uh, hmm. He's definitely going to have to play backup center for the Raptors, which is kind of sad, but it's true. Mm. Well, um, actually, I don't know. Would you rather have him or Christian Coloco? I, uh, Christian Coloco. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, just, then just, then just even aesthetically. Yeah. Um, sister wants to know if we can do a banter pod with Stephen Huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's probably possible. How big is Stephen Huh? I'm gonna look him up, man. Because okay, these guys all have like million up. people following. Let's see. Let's see if he's really he. Yeah. Okay. How, okay. Um, before before I tell you how many followers he has on Instagram, you you yeah. you, you try to guess how, how many followers. I'm he has. gonna say. So he's a big deal. You're telling me. Maybe. I'm gonna. You say just heard a, about him. I'm gonna say eighty five thousand. 1.6 million. Okay, way off. <laughs> mm, well, that's a way off, man. Way off. That's a way yeah. off. Okay, so he's a big deal. He's so a I big deal. Definitely roast him pretty hard because he probably will not laugh. How many f- subscribers do you think he has on, on YouTube? YouTube? Yeah. I'm going to say if he's got that many on IG. How many on IG again? He got 1 million. 1. 1. 1.6, yeah. I'm going to say 4 million. 10 million subscribers way off yeah way off yeah, yeah. okay he's definitely gonna get roasted then because he's he's the type that might not take it take it well. no but all these asian youtubers man every time you look at the headlines they're like how asian parents walked into school how asian parents flex <laughs> coming to america where asian is a difficulty mode where asian is a difficulty mode emotional damage why ghosts don't haunt asians i mean i, I suppose that is a lot of our topics too but i don't know when it's presented this way i'm just kind of like ah. Oh. Like, it's a little gimmicky. <laughs> don't look little... at me, man. Don't... <laughs> nah, don't look at me as hard. <laughs> Yo, we should tear Asians too, man. Uh, Asian tier would be pretty sick. I don't even know who makes it to the S tier right now. Might, right now? Might only be Jeremy. Peace made it. Michelle? Michelle Yo? Oh, right, right. Right, we're still smoking on that Michelle Yo pack. Obviously. By the way, gotta go watch Past Lives, man. Um, have you seen the trailer for that movie? Mm, I feel like I've heard. Oh, with yes. Greta Lee. Yes, yeah. this looks really good. That's this also. A, good. I don't know if you watched Blackberry yet. Um, no, I'm gonna. I, I want to watch Blackberry. Code. I want to watch this. I want to watch uh, Spider Man as well with my brother. Yeah, so. but um, Past Lives is also Elevation Picture. So if, oh, no, so. this looks heat. I would have watched it even regardless of that. But yeah, yeah. no, but okay. we're a big supporter of Elevation Picture. They just carry a lot of great films, man. Yeah. Anyways, oh, I seen the trailer for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm gonna watch this. Mm-hmm. No, it looks like it looks like it's gonna be fire. It looks oh, like this yeah. might Nora be Nora Sung, two deeply connected childhood friends, are rest apart after Nora's family emigrates from South Korea. Decades later, they're reunited for one fateful week as they confront destiny, love, and the choices that they make mm. in life. Oh my God! Yes, this might absolutely. Be, this might be the one that we stand this year. This is checking all my boxes, man. No, this has all the stand potential. Um, Mm. Which basketball podcast team do you guys uh, think you can take in ball? So, like, going up against other pods. Mm. Okay. Mm. So, it can't be, like, low post or whatever, because, like, you know, it's just one guy. Um, Sure. So, like, no dunks. I've seen seen scrimmage footage of no no dunks. dunks Those guys can hoop. They, Those they guys can, can hoop. Absolutely. Those guys yeah. can hoop. Trey looks like he's good. Black no, Dragon Roll is a great shooter. They um, can all hoop. They yeah. can all okay, hoop. They, can, they can all hoop. Okay, got you. Got you. So got they're you. out. 
Well, right. they don't have Lee anymore, so you know that that helps a lot. But uh, no, they still got enough Hooper, so so we're gonna. They do. You're right. We put them in the S tier. <sighs> Chris Haynes apparently can still dunk, so I'm gonna say no to uh, uncle, uh, <laughs> this sorry, hashtag this league on No, he's talking about how he dunks all the time in his. Okay, runs. okay, okay. But me and you versus Chris Haynes and and Steiny Mo. You don't think? I think that's a matchup. Okay. All right. Fair. 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 I think that's a. Who's match. guarding who? I, unfortunately, I, I I think you might have to guard Chris Haynes. I'll but take Chris Haynes. Haynes. Might have to guard me. You know, might be some. Cross oh, matchup. like cross matchups. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. No. I'll definitely Hoop get collective. Haynes. Apparently, Tigman Man's quite tall and he used to play, but it sounds like he's washed. Like I'm not physically. too intimidated going up against Hoop Hoop Collective. Uh huh. So. I think we could do that too. No, but Brian Windhorst screen will be crazy, man. Like I, I, you got to go under. Oh man, screeny. Yeah, he's not greeny, man. He's screeny. No, man. Yeah. No, I don't know. They should actually set this up. This would be sick. Just like well, an invitation. every year in the finals, they do have a media. Uh, oh follow. yeah, yeah. They have the celeb run thing. Right? I got the invite the in 2019, when, uh, <laughs> but like I just wasn't playing basketball at the time, so I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Also, but, there's nothing like I mean, we're we're culprits of this too, but like media people love talking about their own pickup games. We spent so, the first twenty minutes of this episode. I know, but that's what I'm it. saying. Like the content would would just be unbearable. Mm, um, yes and no, but I also think that people would probably want to watch. I think people would want to watch it, but people oh, wouldn't want to. Apparently, hear about Nate Duncan's quite good. Oh, because he's tall. Apparently, so he's good. Him I don't know. That, that's what Andy was telling us. Yeah, I don't believe him, man. We'll see. We'll but, see when but he. Honestly, it's gonna be ISO on Danny Larue, man. Yeah, no, we'll see when he gets a hard foul baseline how he responds. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like not you gotta everybody choke, you comes gotta back. Choke from, him out like you did to that kid. <laughs> not everybody comes back from a horse collar. Is all I'm saying. Man. Um, nah, you're sick, see. but I, I respect it, man. Let's see, you and basketball. me, man, the Bash Brothers. <laughs> yeah, who was yeah. the original Bash Brothers, man? The uh, Dale Davis. <laughs> no, no, man, no. No, man. Damn, man. I Just thought... no. It's baseball, man. Think on it. The Bash Brothers in baseball? Yeah, two home run hitters, man. You know these two guys. Oh, David Ortiz and Manny? <laughs> no, man. Oh. First of all, this guy said Dale Davis was a Bash Brother. <laughs> was he not part of something? <laughs> I mean, he was part of the Davis Brothers with oh, okay. Antonio. <laughs> okay, that's what I remember. Right, I got you. <laughs> no, yo, Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco, bro. Bro, how they am I supposed to know brothers. that, man? That's the Steroid Brothers, man. <laughs> I mean... No, nah, they're the Balco Brothers, man. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's fair. Holy, that's fair. what are you talking that's about, fair. man? No, Balco Brothers was Barry Bonds and then, uh, you know, A-Rod, maybe. No, nah, they were they were ordering their drugs on on DHL Express, man. <laughs> no, that's good. They're like, like how UPS. how UPS has uh, twenty gallons of here. pills. Please pick up at your nearest <laughs> shoppers drug mart. Um, how much does okay? Here is basketball question. Let's fulfill basketball. Um, Let's go. How much does this finals affect Kyle Lowry's Hall of Fame case? Um, I think definitely if he if he wins another title. Um, I think it really does help his case. Is he is he an HOF right now? Like, let me ask you: is is Rajon Rondo a Hall of Famer for you? Uh, I feel like he's very on the line. I got to pull up his uh his resume. To, to be clear, I, th- I think Kyle's highs were higher than Rajon Rondo's. Um, but Rajon also led the league in assists three times, averaged more Let's assists see. in his career than Kyle. Obviously, Kyle's uh, way more of a scorer. Two time NBA champion, 
Yep. Four-time NBA All-Star. Um, two-time NBA All-Defensive First Team. Two-time NBA All-Defensive Second Team. Like you mentioned, three times assist leader mm-hmm. and steals leader. Ooh, I think he gets in. Yeah. I think he right? gets in. And I, and to be clear, I think Kyle has... Um, what, what Kyle definitively has on Rajon is, first off, a better prime and also a prime where he led a successful team to the playoffs. Um, I feel like that's just the one missing aspect of Rajon. He definitely played a winning role for two championship teams and was a very good player. I love play, playoff Rondo was a real thing. Um, but I didn't feel like he led his team that much. You know what I mean? Like there weren't a lot of years where Rajon was like the leading guy and like the way Kyle was for Toronto. But And also Kyle has six all-stars um, and has scored much more points. Yeah, but he doesn't have like the all-defensive team credentials, mm-hmm. you know, the assist steals leaders. Yeah. But I think what what clinched it for Rajon was he played a pretty big role in that Lakers bubble run. Like I would say he yeah, was yeah. like one of their that top like five players. Sec- that was like his second championship type. Yeah. So run. no, that's fair. This that would be like the Rajon Rondo second championship for Kyle in a way. And I think Kyle yeah. already had a better case. So I think he get, makes it in regardless. Um, it'd be cool. To I see feel like Kyle's going. in. Yeah, I feel like hey. Kyle's in. Like you mentioned, just the impact that he had in Toronto and like winning that championship. Like the optics of it matters to him. Too. Is Demar Derozan a, a Hall of Famer? I think Demar. I think Demar's gonna get in too. I, okay. I think, but he doesn't have the on, title. But depending on how high he climbs on in terms of the scoring, okay. Because I feel like he probably can climb a bit in in the all time scoring, and if you get to a certain level, then if you compare Demar stats to say a Carmelo Anthony, would would they be that different? Uh, well. So Demar currently is forty fourth all time in NBA scoring. Yeah, and he's not really slowing down either. Like Demar is what twenty right. or thirty two right now. Yeah. So let's say he even got thirty three, like five more years left. Maybe not at this level, but like you know, yeah, like he'll be. But he, he's clearly still really good. Six time, um, six times All Star, two times All NBA second team, one time All NBA third team. Mm-hmm. If I compare that to. Carmelo, yeah, I guess Carmelo's ten well, I mean, times All Star, but like Carmelo's eleventh All Time in scoring, man. Yeah, no, I get it. There's a difference. All oh right, wait, maybe... this is NBA ABA too. Wow, hold on, hold on. Let me see where Demar Derozan mm. ranks in this other list. Demar is thirty ninth in scoring on the other list. Okay, and I'm looking at the list. Every other person above him has the asterisk beside their name, indicating that they made the Hall of Fame. And the only other ones who don't are LeBron, who obviously is still playing, KD, yeah. who's still playing, Dirk Nowitzki, who hasn't been up for uh, enshrinement yet, but he will be. Carmelo will be in the all- in the Hall of Fame. Vince Carter will be in the Hall of Fame. James Harden, who's playing, Russell Westbrook, who's playing, Dwayne Wade, who will be in the Hall of Fame, Chris Paul, Steph Curry, who also will all be in the Hall of Fame. So DeMar is like right there with those guys. It's actually kind of nuts. Yeah, I think it just depends on the cutoff too, because you know once you get into the Rondos and and the Demars and the Kyles, then it's like, I feel like it opens up such a new yeah. list of players because there's a lot of players that are like on this fence. Well, here's the thing too, because I'm looking a little bit down in terms of the top scores. Forty six on the list is okay. Lamarcus Aldridge at two thousand or twenty thousand points scored. Like Aldridge doesn't strike me as as a Hall of Fame. He's not gonna make the Hall of Fame, but why is Aldridge not making the Hall of Fame, but Demar is? I mean. That's a fair question. I, Joe I think, Johnson, also 20,000 point score, 48th on the list all time. Yeah, that, that would be a no for me too. Mm. Okay. Yeah, you're right. DeMar is missing a few things. I, I do wonder if like by the end of DeMar's career, once he's racked up more all-star appearances, the points, 
does it get him there? But yeah, the glaring thing is he doesn't have that one championship or even championship run. Mm-hmm. That's so. fair. But they tie into like he's got the um he's been in the Olympics stuff too, right? That stuff somehow sometimes okay, pushes yeah. guys. Yeah, no, that's fair because it's right? a bas- fair it's a... or not. Fair or not, it does push it. Right, right, of course. So I personally it, don't right now think he's they on should, the cusp. But, but if, I, he, if he plays yeah. five more years and scores like I don't know another eight thousand points, which I think is possible for him. Yeah. Like right now, he averages like in terms of total points per year, he's sure. at like what uh, twenty one thousand right now for like yeah he's what eighteen one thousand or eighteen hundred last year twenty one the year before thirteen fifteen sixteen okay maybe eight thousand more points in five I mean, that's it's roughly approximately there yeah because like, he'll be in the top twenty at that point because I'm looking at Jimmy too like we know he's been to the finals but Jimmy like, got a Hall of Famer man. But if you just look at it on the surface, it's like, okay, six times All-Star, All-NBA second team once, All-NBA fourth team, uh, third team four times, couple of all-defensive teams. Like, he's kind of still in this category, but I think he gets looked at differently because of the two finals runs. Mm. But, like, he doesn't have a championship if you're really being, like, semantic about it, right? Like, Is Paul George a Hall of Famer for you? Man, why are these all so tough? Because I've... Yeah, because like I feel like if we're getting these guys in, does that mean like forty percent, like thirty percent of the league gets in? Because these guys aren't like no. the top guy. Like, does Dame get in? D- Dame should be an all. Yeah, he was. Isn't okay. he top seventy five? Was he? Did he make that? Was list? he? Okay. Yeah. It just se- it just feels it. like there's a lot of all like Hall of Famers right now. No, that's fair. That's fair. Like Anton Jameson, I, I, two thousand twenty thousand point score. 50th all-time in Anton scoring. Anton Jameson's make... in the Hall of Fame? No, he's not going to make the Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. But, I mean, like, there's not even a chance for him to make the Hall of Fame. Right. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like some of these guys will get cut off. And maybe it's it, maybe it's a DeMar. Mm. It's kind of weird, though. Like, I just feel like so many of these players did have such, such an impact on this, like, generation of hoops. Yeah, that's fair. But I guess that's not how they counted, so. Damn, Paul George is a good one, though. Yeah, man. I feel like he's got the resume. Well, well, he's also back to number one in the podcasting. Uh, in, in, in oh, is he? Yeah, so I still refuse to listen. Man. It's it's good. It's good. I, I, you know what? My suggestion is just watch it on YouTube. Yeah, doesn't affect the charts. Same thing with Draypod. Watch it on YouTube. I mean, it's fine, man. The charts can be the charts. No, it's serious. <laughs> just no is crazy. Man. Yeah, Paul George's eight-time All Star. Like you know, he probably making it, man. Yeah, I just feel like maybe they just need like a better type of. Sometimes the criteria is very difficult because once you move away from guys who actually have championships, mm. like listen, I get All Star does define that you're one of the best players, but I'm like, all right, these are All Star appearances. Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't know, like whatever. No, it's a good debate though, but I think Kyle's making it regardless. I think so too. Yeah. I think the championship here has cemented it. Yo, LaMarcus actually got seven all-star appearances, man. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, that's cool, but does that is that a case? Do you build a case? He was on winning teams. That's a lot of 10. guys you could do that, though. Mid-range king. I think sometimes it's like the eye test, too. It's like when you think of mm. LaMarcus Aldridge, are you like... Eye test wasn't nasty? Like, are you like... But are you like, when you just think about his career off top, are you like, oh, yeah, that was that was a Hall of Famer. Mm, not quite not quite i don't think that for demar like is blake griffin an all hall of famer i wouldn't say so. no i don't think so okay like i kind of put demar in the knot if i'm thinking about it 
what would he have to do to guarantee All Star for you? Or I honestly think you? he needs the the scoring numbers. He has to shoot way up on that chart. I think you. Okay. I think you can shoot your way up to that chart to a point where it's like okay, he was one of the top scores ever. Well, I mean, I'm just saying with just one more regular 20 point per game season, he's going to pass like Charles Barkley. Okay. And is he going to be like in the 30s? Yeah, Charles Barkley 29th right now. Okay. But like, I feel like DeMar, does he have a chance to be in like, you know, like 20th all time? Vince Carter is 20th all time with 25,000. Yeah. If he gets there, I think you got to give it to him. That's like three more seasons for him. At 20 okay. Points so I think, I think DeMar can get there then. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. But. But we're saying Kyle is stamped. I would say Kyle is stamped. I think it's mostly the championship. Yeah. No, that's fair. Man, winning a title is huge, man. Damn. Yeah. Changes everything, brother. Because um, Kyle Lowry only has 1,000 more points than Lou Williams. Yeah. Kyle? <laughs> I'm no, just saying. Kyle. I'm just saying. By, by the way, Kyle Lowry has more points than Kyrie Irving career-wise. So, you know, yeah. that's also that. Nope. But Kyle, yeah, Kyle's resume is kind of thin. But you know he gets us. He gets to tuck that Larry O'B in his booty, man. Is is Chauncey Billups a Hall of Famer for you? Uh, I think so. Cause okay, so he hasn't made it yet. That's a Finals and he's MVP. Been retired. Okay, well that's that's a good case. Maybe Chauncey got to be a Hall of Famer. Think, like that's a Finals MVP, man. I think Rasheed Wallace should make it too. Well, Rasheed Wallace also not there, but he's at sixteen thousand points scored. Yeah. Hmm. Plus but, NBA champion, influential player, winning. But player. you know who's tied with Rasheed Wallace? Derek Harper, sixteen thousand and six points total. Derek Harper, Hall of Famer. No one's ever said that. Yeah, that's fair. Wow, wow, what a revelation! Realizing the Hall of no, Fame we, case, we, is became, we, we, we became the Simmons Pod for two minutes. <laughs> no, I know. I became I became Joe Condo. <laughs> I became Joe Condominium, man. <laughs> Joseph Condominium. <laughs> Holy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, i really became the pod father <laughs> who would be our pearl jam <laughs> and now jay chow <laughs> yo that'd be so hey, coming hard. up man <laughs> coming up me and waz breakdown latest episode of barry uh you know michael pina drops by we talk about game three adjustments from the heat and then joe house comes by we're gonna talk about pga and live but first jay chow <laughs> Uh, I don't even know what Jay Chow song would drop, man. I'm not familiar with his game. Paisa the Feng Chua. <laughs> what? It's, it's like white. Did you mill. say say the wind or something? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's pretty um, good. Man. Yeah. Okay, let's. See That's a good song, else. by the way. Look, look, look that up. Uh, yeah, I'm busy prepping for my Locks concert with my playlist. Um, oh yeah, this guy doing homework <laughs> to go to a concert. They're <laughs> sick, man. That's not right. Um, yeah, so what people didn't know, you know, I shared my Death Cab Massey Hall playlist uh, with with Will on Spotify yesterday, and I guess uh, he was looking at my other playlist, and there's one yeah. where Ennis and I together have been putting together our favorite lock songs as a way to prepare for the show tomorrow. So. No, immediately, I was like, all right, let me, let me scope yeah. out this man's Spotify account. And mm. um, it's, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. Like it, it's actually exactly what I would expect from Alex, so like it's it's not too surprising. But. Yeah, and I only use and I only play most of my songs to two playlists, which I'm not. Oh, sure you got 188 playlists? Yeah, but these are all just like Whoa. albums and stuff. Like they're not playlists. So they got Death Cab, Massey Hall, Money, Power, Respect, which with a picture of uh, Ennis at the poker game. 
reading Doyle Brunson's super system. Oh, right. Oh, I didn't even take that in. Damn. R.I.P. Can, can, can you see? Bye. Can you see the playlist that says Cuba One and Cuba Two? Uh, I don't know. There's 180. What? What is Loafer Talk, top. bro? Oh, Loafer Talk was when me and Ennis, um, last summer, <laughs> every day we took turns adding songs. No, yeah. Loafer Talk. Yo, the songs yeah. are always so funny to me, man. Shaquille O'Neal, Prince Rakim. Oh no yeah, I think, that, I think that was when I was doing research. Big uh, dogs, Method Man, Red Man. Yep. This guy got two mans on the pod, man. Many man. Uh, what? Yeah. No, these are these are all as you would expect. No, this is crazy, man. Not really a lot of surprises there. Okay. Um, all right. I want right, to put back. all your I want to put all your details out there, but this is hilarious. No. You can see it all. Um, Taylor Swift folklore. Oh, respect, great man. album. Respect, respect. Great, you great know songs on there. There's one Cardigan? that just says Keyshawn. Oh, I think I made Keyshawn uh, make me. I was like, "Yo, uh, make me a list of rappers you listen to." I never oh, tapped man. into it. I saw the names and I was like, "Nah." I can't. You, were, you were tapping into Saba. Nah, no. He he hit me with some songs and I was like, mm, "I'm gonna stick with Raekwon." Guap Dad Four Thousand wasn't wasn't moving the I don't needle even, for you. What is that man? Is that a Futurama episode? Um, uh, <laughs> Manila Gray. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. It's my um, favorite bubble tea flavor. That's wild, man. Um, also, someone said Vancouver Asian community needs a Raptor Show meetup. Listen, man, I would love to come to all these places. Oh yeah, yeah, no, for Cornerbrook, sure. Brook. You know, yeah, yeah, we can just the go other see corners Shanda, in Saskatchewan. Yeah, we just go. It's just Shanda's family. What, what was the who's who's the person that was in um the in Saskatchewan like? Uh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot my man in Saskatchewan's name. Uh, my bad. Sorry, sorry. I'm not good yeah. with names. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I would love to do this, man. It'd be so fun. I kind of just want to tour the Toronto first, man. Markham. Mm. Uh, Vaughn. Yeah, we can definitely do a Mississauga event. Yeah, Mississauga, Scarborough, Etobicoke. Yeah, uh, Etobicoke. Like, what? Man? Oh yeah, higher brothers, Death Cab on here. I see, man. Oh, I see you, bro. Yeah, you know, ball. That's a great um, album, by the way. Let's see. What's your WeChat number? Sorry. What? Um. No, that sounds. Is that Jeremy? Peace made it. <laughs> no, that's just my generic mainlander English. <laughs> oh, sorry. okay, because it's very uh, mainlander ish. Um, does Masai need to be replaced? Um, Why, man? Are the last two seasons result of very poor planning and management? I don't think about... I, I just don't see why he needs to be replaced. Like, I, I think his track record is very strong. Like, I think we can we can all disagree with the direction of the team. And I also think retroactively, like, after last season finished, like, I don't think people were saying, like, let's just tear down the team right there, right then. Just like I think it's not necessarily fair to be like, well, the Raptors let Serge and Mark go for free. And it's like, well, did you not want the 2019-20 Raptors season? Because um, that's when you could have traded them for value. And, uh, you know, I think we clearly enjoyed that year. So um, I wouldn't say the management has been like stellar by any means. So uh, I'm not trying to defend them either. But I'm just trying to say that like, I mean, I'm clearly not going to replace them based on what happened the last two years. I think what they've done over the course of a decade uh, gives me enough rope. And and yeah, like they won 48 games last year. I don't think that they were necessarily wrong to believe that this group could take another step forward, especially based on the age of the group. Um, and the fact that they didn't do it this year wasn't necessarily 
um, enough evidence for them to just tear it all down, which I, I understand. I, I probably won't agree with that, but I understand it. So um, we'll see. I mean, like I, if he locks us into all these horrible contracts and we don't have first round picks, then of course you have to have these conversations. Um, but I don't know. I'm still willing to trust Messiah. Like I'm not saying I trust Messiah implicitly and I trust everything blindly. I, I don't think that's healthy for any sort of fandom or any sort of relationship period um unless it's like your parents or something but um yeah i i he's still got a really good track record overall and i don't see why an executive would become washed you know like i can see why a player becomes washed because this is we're talking about physical uh, performance and there's a peak physical performance and all that kind of stuff but i don't see why an executive would would become washed so they probably could use a, a, a summer to reset though and I'm I'm looking at the summer kind of as that, right? And I think the head coaching is like the big, the, the first step um, towards resetting, whatever that means. Yeah, no, I want I want to see exactly what they do with with all these things, um, coaches, players during during the summer. And then I think it's fair to put them in the spotlight, man. Sure. Like to, like yeah. to see moving forward now, like what kind of coach are you bringing in? Uh, what kind of roster are you putting together? And you know, at some point, at some point, it, it it will go towards them. You know, you can you can point at the players, you can point at the coaches, um, but I, I don't think it's that far away from from people starting looking at you know Bobby and Masai. Like you already saw a lot of the fan base look at Bobby and Masai as as they were struggling this season, and I think um, a lot of it was deserved. And and like you said, if they're struggling again next season, and it's hard to see what the vision is for for them to get somewhere else, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. A lot can be uh, saved if Scotty just becomes a great player. Um, what else? Why do you think your fan base has so many engineers? Is it because it's a bunch of immigrant kids? That's fairly possible. Um, <sighs> what do you think is our top three profession? Seems like we have a lot of like working people. Yeah. Like upper middle yeah. class type. Yeah. Accountants. A lot of accountants. A lot of accountants. Finance. Yeah. But then we got cool people run Lawyers. their own shops, entrepreneurs. Yeah. Honestly, do their thing. I, I don't even know to be honest, but I feel I, I want some way to understand the audience better in terms of like, can we get demographic data or like, um, mm. you know, tell us your salaries. Maybe if we put out a doodle, you guys can tell us your salaries and stuff. Yeah, I would love to know how much everyone makes. Yeah. It's great. And then we're going to shame you for not buying a ticket to the next charity event. (laughs) No, because the next one's going to be free. Oh, Um, okay. Have you guys considered changing the jingle that plays at the start and end of the episode? Um, Honestly, no. Kind of used to it now. It's kind of a forgettable jingle for me personally, because I if you ask me right now what is our jingle, yeah, you know what I okay I I, I would have to think about it to understand it. Huh. Whereas like, yeah. Okay. Whereas I think for like for other pods, I feel like I I know right off the top like what I'm listening to. No, that's fair. So I there's, remember, room, I mean, there's room for important improvement there. I feel like I listen to it so much now; it's like ingrained. I mean, if mm. you ever wanted to change it, we can change it. Like you know what's hard? The pound of rock intro. That was hard. Oh I remember, yeah, I remember yeah, finding yeah, that yeah, that track on APM music, or APM tracks or whatever. Well, we were in talks to get some exciting. original music done, and then yeah, that kind of yeah. fell apart. You know, sometimes there's some corporate red tape. Why don't you make the song for it? Because you know you are, what? you are a musician, man. 
I'm not a musician. Yo, it, the intro would be so memorable if it was you doing a rap for us. I mean, I, I, yeah, I have no problem rapping for you. Um, oh, okay, so that's what I'm asking for. I can get beats too. Like yeah, people yeah. have sent beats. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe more as like an outro. I just feel like it's really aggressive if I'm rapping, especially if I'm not what there for forty percent every... of the episode. <laughs> <What> if... <laughs> So here's Alex, here's Will, and Anthony DiMaggio Luigi from Europe. Oh, um, I just right, want to, nah, I just want to hear like, you know, I mean, you're the lethal weapon, you already got that portion, but you why know, don't you, you, you know, let's, let's do the live brainstorm. It's like, Derek, if, JR, what, what would you like reference at the top? Like, you know, if, if there was a rap, okay, my, what my, are my, key my, things that has to be in there? My number one thing is I don't want you to do a corny Raptors jingle. Okay. Okay. Cause okay. no offense, but like yeah. you, you hear that enough already. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like, yo, get in your seat. We about to talk Van Vliet. Yeah. That's like, that's yeah, the yeah. wave we have to, we, we have that. All, we already have, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we already have yeah. enough of that. Like, we, okay. Tell, tell me right now, man. I'm, I, I, I right, can so, give you some sample bars or something. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, you know, obviously, you introduce yourself. You introduce me. Okay. Um, maybe a little, a couple of shout outs here or there to the producers. Yeah. And then we don't keep it that long, you know? Like, we keep it, like, 15 seconds yeah. as, at the top. But so that's probably enough time for, like, you know, four bars. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What rhymes with Brandeo, man? Um... I mean, I'm sure lots uh, rhymes Alejo. with Alejo, yeah. Okay. What does that mean, man? <laughs> What rhymes with uh, Brandeo, man? Shouts to our producer, Brandeo. <laughs> when he hits those drops, we go ayo. <laughs> yeah, just work on that. Work that yourself, man. Like yeah, work on yeah, off there. Yeah. These are horrible. Yeah, we why got, are you regretting this intro, man? On the boards, we got Jennifer Rolnick. <laughs> what rhymes with Rolnick, man? These names are tough, cool. man. How, how do you not run Nick? Like that's that's a fairly easy name to run. Oh with, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. We might need to move away from the names. It might need to be something more abstract. Or like everybody <laughs> okay, just right. or everybody just, just gets a common uh NBA All-Star intro. This this, like. this guy doesn't like Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> but he wants to go towards an abstract rap. All right. <laughs> yeah, abstract to the point where you don't lose the attention because the album becomes very boring. Oh um, let's go. Um now Kendrick stands, get him. No, don't get me, man. Just let yeah. me listen to Illmatic in the corner. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Like a sad 38 boy. Um, What else? Where? Pascal? No. Sorry, I'm just trying to skip basketball questions. No, man. Give him, give him a couple of basketball questions, man. All right, where would you rank Pascal as a player in the league? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> See? <laughs> I was trying to protect you, brother. 15 to 20. 15 to 20. Okay. Good one, good one, good one. Yeah. Um, let's see. Basketball. Like an average number one option is, yeah. is what I would call it. Another basketball one I was trying to protect you from. Um, Nick Nurse committed treason. Agree? Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Of course oh, not. Oh, okay. okay. Of course not. Um, treason is... for going to the Sixers? I guess. I mean, treason to the sport of basketball because he shouldn't be going to the Sixers, you know? Like, oh, okay. It's like, it's like two problematic phase linking up, man. No, that's that's fair. Um, yeah. Basketball. 
Pascal or Brandon Ingram? Uh, I'd rather have Pascal. Okay. I think I think you can replace a lot of what Ingram does uh, from a guard. Yeah, like the perimeter creation, pull up, jump shooting creation. I'd, I'd probably get it a little bit cheaper from a guard, and then what what Pascal does in the mid range, um, in terms of his ability to get to the basket more often than than Ingram, I, I like that a little bit more. Yeah. And also, he's healthier and better defense, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I mean, it's not like that big of an upgrade. I think personal preference wise, I still would prefer P though. Sure. Um, is it time for a new logo? Time to retire the We the North slogan. Oh, I thought you meant for our pod because I was like, no. Um, oh. We the North has been pretty tired. Yeah. I wouldn't mind if they did another rebrand, but it doesn't seem like they're going to get one anytime soon. I also kind of like the idea of them writing North in all the different fonts uh, or different fonts, different languages, different oh, right. around the court. That's kind of heat to me. When I'm that like, one oh, is cool. Bay. Like, that's sick, man. Yeah. No, that one is cool. So I, I think they should keep that. But yeah, We the North. I mean, it's been like over a decade now. Man, it really has been over a decade, North. man. So, but I don't know what we grow into. What was our slogan before that? Why am I struggling to remember our slogan before um, We the North? Just like, just hang tight, guys. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Like I, I Wait, know. Why am I, why am I forgetting I, this? I know we got Jay Triano here right now. Hang tight, hang tight. Yeah. We got Damar. He's got us. Yeah. Bro, we really do. We not even have an identity. Hang we didn't tight, have a slogan. Nothing. We got, man. Wow. we got Jelani McCoy, man. Hang tight. We had hashtag RTZ, man. That's it. Oh, yeah. Hang tight. Sonny Weems, young guns, baby. Bro, I believed in Sonny Weems, man. Oh, Sonny Weems was. Man. At one point, I thought Sonny Weems was a better prospect than Damar DeRozan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've had this argument with people, too. Yeah. Yeah, because Demar, yo, Demar came in and wasn't did not look like a good basketball player, man. No, no, no. Like he did not. I think I think people were like, it was a very commonly held opinion that he was gonna be um, a Corey Brewer regen. Mm. And that's not a disrespect to Corey Brewer, but you know, come on. But it is, yeah, yeah, fair. Um, how was the full hiring recruitment process for S uh, Sportsnet for both of you guys? Are we able to detail this? I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I mean, I, I look. I, I think that they clearly had a, a vision in terms of what they wanted the, their new lineup to look like, and like you know, where we fit into that was. I think they were probably looking at what were the like. I mean, I mean, all due respect, but like the top top ranking Raptor shows out there, and it made sense to bring us in. We have been proven to be able to bring our show across different platforms we had very dedicated listeners and i think they wanted to you know bring that to sportsnet might even add an audience might blend in the audience um together of the existing audience versus like the new people coming in and i think it's worked out well um you know that's not even a pr answer although it feels very much like a pr answer while i'm saying it but i i thought it made sense and i think that um our results so far have backed that up yeah, that's dope. Whatever he said. Um... <laughs> I know you were on your phone for that one, man. <laughs> this guy's like, why are you giving a PR statement right now? Let me see what Twitter is saying. No, legit. I was looking at um, our feed like on Apple. Mm-hmm. And I just realized, I guess we're at exactly 600 episodes. Oh, word? Okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, congratulations, I guess. Yeah, that's like, cool. That's a milestone. 
I feel like I've probably done like over 2,000 podcasts in my life now, which is kind of an insane number. Yeah. I mean, once you count in the React pods. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you take all the episodes from Raptors Republic, all the episodes on Yahoo, all the episodes. I feel like you should be tracking your total number of React pods. And I don't know if there's an easy way for you (sighs) to go back. Because, like, are there specific games that you missed? Like, one off? Occasional, yeah. Remember you yeah. you did a backup react pod with Vivek one time because I was at I was, oh, the, I was the best man at a wedding. Oh, when the Raptors yeah. beat the Hawks, I think like <laughs> needed to forget about to that one or something. Um, yeah, you should track that because you know how like they celebrated Eric Smith, um, you know for for milestones at, at the radio station. Like, I feel like we should make a bigger deal out of your milestones. I mean. Yeah, I, I suppose. Um, it's just I'm just thinking about the amount of work it would take to go back and count how many. React we'll literally I've done go to across we'll go to platforms. yo. We'll we'll go to milestones, man, to celebrate your milestones. No, man. Like that'd be sick. Yeah. She Are can't we... get no boo, but she can't get milestones. <laughs> Wait, what? That, that's a Drake bar, I think. Oh, okay. Which is actually kind of hilarious. You guys be quoting Drake bars like we be quoting like Seinfeld scenes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think Drake's bar is the new uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> um, what else, I, man? I feel like I'm misquoting that line. Yeah, you should. Oh, yeah, she can't that. get Nobu, but she can get milestones. Oh, that's kind of hard, man. That's actually kind of hilarious. <laughs> Yo, that's kind of hard. Said Nah, man. You gotta take her to milestones. <laughs> Damn. Do they have milestones in the states? I thought uh, that was like a Canadian thing. No, but this got to be a Canadian reference then. Because I feel no, like I mean, milestones. Drake, is obviously, he's going to just reference. No, but Canadian I feel like thing. milestones is very Canadian. It's also, Canadian by the way, milestones is relatively prestigious uh, or respectable as a date spot, depending on where you live. Like, obviously, if you live in downtown Toronto, you bring her to milestones, like beside Social Bank Theater. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of funny. No offense. Um, uh, it's just kind of basic. I, but like, if you no, lived you. like in the suburbs, and yeah. you know your local like entertainment plaza has a milestones or like a Boston mm. Pizza or like one of those places you could eat wings at Montana's, I think. Like, I'm, I think I'm just describing a Tobacco uh, Cineplex Odeon. No, but, but those like, are like all the restaurants that you can think of. Like, yeah, yeah. Like a, when I was it's like a Kelsey's, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So milestones relative to kelsey's and pasta pizza and other places like as a date spot probably is the best one so. but what about like uh, like the keg i feel like the keg is maybe an Bro, the keg, there's like there's level. like there's like three kegs in the city right how many kegs are there that's it i, I thought it was more exclusive than that what there's one it? on king street there's a keg mansion right by where we are um yeah. at omp i'm seeing three uptown. kegs in the city of toronto man what about a little red lobster man Red Lobster, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been to Red Lobster in a long time. Oh, never mind. Like... There's like there's like a dozen kegs in the city. What am I saying? Uh, yeah. My bad. But I feel okay. like Red Lobster, like sometimes that food is not bad. Have a Red Lobster meal. Red Lobster, yeah. I mean, made famous by Beyonce. Um, well, yeah. Where should we um? Where should we take everyone? Like, if we do that thing again, where we treat everybody from the Raptor show, we um, gotta mix it up, you know. I mean, at this point, we know some chefs, so I feel like. Uh, mm. But we even like taking them to a buffet places. would be kind of cool. I don't know. About to take our friends to a buffet? I mean, yeah, I mean that's it was what kind CC of a buffet when we went because we got so much food last time. But 
Yeah, also but a buffet shouts, shouts environment. Shouts to Wolfon who walked home with like five bags of food. <laughs> oh, yeah. This guy said, I'm feeding my family and watching the rest of game six between Sacramento Kings and Golden State Warriors. No, nobody won, nobody won like Wolfon, man. No, for real. He had, he had that he had that father's mentality, man. The hunter-gatherer no. kicked in for him. He's like, yeah, gathering no, this food for home. hunter-gatherer's crazy, man. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think that's it, man. That's it. And then right. we also, oh, Heidi, oh. Heidi, who's also a longtime listener, wrote not, not a question, but just wanted us to know that she starts her weekly work calls by saying hello and welcome. That's good. I like yeah, that. So, I hope people understand that reference. Yeah. Hope but I feel like that. a lot of people say hello 40 and welcome. Bucks. Yeah, oh, yeah. We got but... a hello and welcome hat. Like we, we joked about it last summer. We actually have it. So, no, we Again. talked about it like an hour ago. Did you just forget? Dead stock. <laughs> no, did we say it was hello and welcome, though? Uh, I, I think so. I guess if not, yeah, my bad. It's a hello and welcome, no, um, nicely that. embroidered hat, and it's got an embroidery of Will's head on the back as well. Okay, all right. right that's going to take, take up the whole dome of the hat. Uh, <laughs> we actually had to tell the the print shop to make make the uh, make the head smaller because <laughs> I was like, this looks insane. He's look he looks like a gnome. <laughs> like, anyway, shows shows to our friend. Shows to our friend dana for for the art um, finally making it happen so no that's that's awesome still owe you the money tree hoodie too man making merch is is uh it's a difficult task man hey man it's all good man that's what that's what it takes to, to run uh, the raptor show incorporated but um yeah. actually I, I did get one question in the dms this person oh, requested me not right. to, to answer that's right uh, or let's just say what their name were or whatever um they their said, names Hi. were yeah. Hi, Will. Uh, I'm a longtime listener. I got some questions for Friday's show. Um, number one, would you ever consider doing live streams for Raptors games like Steve Dangle does for the Leafs game? Uh, it would be so much fun to watch Raptors games with me. Like, I appreciate that. That 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 is a cool sentiment. Um, I mean, Alex, I feel like you're the one most qualified because you're the person I watch the most I, Raptors games Because I actually with. have live streamed every game with you. <laughs> Yeah, you have. Hey yeah, guys, you... I don't. I don't want to shatter the illusion, man. But it's not that fun. Um, it's um, <laughs> it's business. It's business. Like Will will tell you this too. Like, like his entire job revolves around watching these Raptors games. Uh-huh. So it's not like listen. He finds time to have fun, all that. But it's like that is when he's at his most serious. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm taking like, notes. I'm most of us sitting officials. in the booth, like whether it's me, whether it's Orin, Savannah. Liban, yeah. Vivek, like we kind of follow his lead. So like, you know, really? he'll want to talk about things and then we just like nod our heads. Um <laughs> and and like no, but this is like no, his most come on, man. It's not that no, serious. But, no, but this is his most important workspace. So it's like I, I think when people envision like a live stream, a live stream would be more fun actually if we did it during like the finals right now. Where mm. Where okay. Will's not locked in from this personal investment level, right, 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 and and this was basically the pitch that we had earlier this week with Will with Willie's world oh, is man. like Willie's world is crazy, <laughs> man. Is is that is that he would host like I'd be there, we'd have guests drop by like an Orn and all these people in our universe, and like we just chilling, kicking, and watch the game, yeah, yeah, and like stream it, like that would work. I, I don't think it would work for Raptors games. Raptors game, yeah. Raptors games are just different. It is like it is work for me, but at the same time, there is a lot of like yelling and complaining and stuff like that. So yeah, all of that stuff, and it's like I'll tell you what, it's like I know people envision this as something that could be super fun, but like what you guys are getting on the React Pod is the best version of of 
the best like facsimile to to a live stream mm. like like the react pod is actually great because it's this kind of you know after the game uh uh summary where he's able to pull together all his thoughts that that are just like all streaming out from all different directions like during the three right. hours so that's fair that's fair. yeah no i'm just saying the stream thing is like i know it's good in theory but i'm telling you like it's not i don't think it would come out that well yeah but. I mean, I, I mean, if I there's say, an extra bag, then we'll do it every uh, every uh, every uh, game next season. I would say like the stream would have to be better, a better product than the post game, because I sure. can only really prioritize one or the other. Sure. Well, I, I can only prioritize one without compromising the other. Yeah. Right. No, uh, but the but but the post game is like that's where that's where the value is that's the ip that's what that's what matson is trying to buy you know like right right shouts like, to, shouts to matson what, what a spoiler bro i can't yeah. believe it how, how could you how dare you um yeah, yeah. i there, also i don't know there is something yeah. strange about like there's something strangely isolating about when steve does it because sometimes I, I, will, I will tune in just to see what what's going on and mm. uh, i'm just like he's kind of just sitting in a box Right, and I think like, too when you do the live streams, it and... feels unnatural. Like, I, no, that's what I'm saying. There's no offense to him. I mean, no, I'm no sure not he, at all. He's I, he's carved out a a, a great successful uh, career in this lane, but I also feel like you're under pressure to like have to put on a performance. Yeah, yeah, which is which right. is why I actually I, I really either prefer like just watching it by myself and like being really locked in. Yeah, um, or I'm in the arena and I'm really locked in, but you guys are also there locked in with me. The, yeah, this is a part of me that feels like I cringe a lot at that type of content. Yeah, but it's like, not necessarily for you though. Like, it's it's for a lot of people, man. People no, but that's on stream. Yeah, but the, I feel like there's it's also not for a lot of people. Right. I, I feel like I, I feel like people expect you know they might get excited at the thought of having you live stream. But I think when they actually see it, it might be very different from what they think that they're. No, getting. that's fair. That's fair. Right. Uh, so. Yeah, it's a cool but, idea though. Like I. No, it is. It I, is. I, feel I, like I would default into like color commentator too. Like I, I feel like I would have a role to play. So, but yeah. that's that's more inexperience in terms of. No, just, no. Like, see, now that's the other one that I think would be super dope. Is like if they just had me and you on an alternate feed doing play by play. I mean. That would be so good, man. Half the time we would be talking about Bogo. That's the no, <laughs> like, no, you'd be talking hoops, and I'll be like, "Oh, there's Ken Jong." Yeah, like, <laughs> no, it'd be, great. be like, "Yo, yo, whoa, 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 cousin Greg is here." I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. oh, all right, it's like, hold on, man, I'll be back, and I'll actually leave for 20 minutes. No, I think that'd be cool. Um, yeah, there's different ways, but for now, yeah. just enjoy the podcast. Number two from this. Uh, oh, how many parts is question. this? Man? It's just two. It's just two. How, oh, how do you okay. feel about Kyle Lowry as the Raptors head coach and assistant coach Serge Ibaka? I hope it happens. Um, mm. I, I I mean I think Kyle Lowry, if he wanted to, would definitely have a future as a head coach in this league. I just I think like he could be a really good coach. Yeah. There's a lot of like clever little details that he's done, and stuff that he's done for a long time that I feel like would be traits that I want to see in all my players. Like that's part of what I like about a coach, right? Especially mm. from a, as a former player, is you're hopefully getting that player's attributes like filtered down into the rest of the, the players in the roster, right? So mm. like in terms of Kyle. For example, the sneaky stuff that he does in terms of his angles on screens, right? You notice, like, in, in the game the other night, um, game three, it was a lot of Kyle Lowry screening for Jimmy Butler. And almost every single time, Jamal Murray ended up getting switched on to Jimmy. And there's mm. a real skill involved in being able to successfully introduce a switch on a screen. Like, there's, like, small details like that that I'm sure he could really pass on to other people, right? I'm sure, like, for example, Fred being able to screen for 
for for Pascal at the end of games, that's a direct inheritance from when Kyle used to do it for Kawhi or when Kyle used to do it for Demar, you know. And now Kyle's doing it for Jimmy, right? So mm. there's that aspect. There's like the the post defense that he's really good at. There's the quick inbound stuff, which I always thought was really clever from Kyle. So he was doing it for a long time in, in his Raptors tenure, especially when he was running with the bench unit that played a lot faster. He would always do the quick inbound thing, and you see now all the players in the league do quick inbounding, especially after a made basket. It's like instant, like grab and go. There's so many times where a guy has driven to the basket, made a layup, but he had to fall over and he has to pick himself up and get back. That quick inbound stuff gives you a lot of artificial like transition opportunities. Kyle's been doing that for a long, long time. Not only does it show to me like an ingenuity in terms of just understanding the game that quickly and that processing speed to the game for that little edge, but it shows me that competitiveness that again, I wish that trait filtered onto all the players. Um, you know, I'm sure he's able to draw up sets. Defensively, he's pretty good, too. Those are, those are things that you need more experience in in terms of just, like, understanding how to draw that up. Even managing people is very different from being, like, the leader of the locker room as a player to being the leader of the locker room as a coach. It's just totally different. Like, you know, I, I, obviously, you know, I respect Alex as as the, as the my producer, as my co-host. But if Alex was my boss, we might have a different, like, you know, working relationship, even if even though, you know, we, we have another way that we've worked in the past. So... There's that aspect. I, I kind of want all coaches to have at least some head coaching experience or at least assistant coaching experience. So I don't want Kyle to jump into it immediately, but I do think he has so many, so many great traits that you would want in a coach. And I think the biggest thing too is just everyone seems to like Kyle, right? Everywhere he goes, he's got a best friend. Like when he came over mm. from like Memphis, him and Rudy Gay were really good friends to the point where like he's like the godfather of Rudy Gay's kids or whatever, right? Or maybe vice versa. Um, when um, he was in Houston, he kind of beefed with a couple of people, whatever. But when he came to Toronto, you know, obviously him and Demar became best friends, right? You know, it, it, him taking all those rookies under his wing, how warmly that Fred and 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 Pascal and and, and Norm and OG, like these guys, all spoke about Kyle as a veteran. Yeah, Kyle, Kyle's an asshole, but he's a great teammate, man. Yeah, and now he's gone to Miami, and everyone loves Kyle there in Miami as well, um, except for the fans. So it's like. You know, I, I think there is that does show to me over over the balance of like a 15, 16 year career now that he's had that he's been able to build and establish relationships all throughout. Like even in Team USA, when they played, when they went to Rio and Kyle won the gold medal there, like the players really, really got along. And I thought Kyle really took a lot of relationships out of it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's where him and Jimmy got close. Yeah, which I think led, that is where they got close. The heat, I feel so. like they've talked about this before, too. Yeah. yeah. But there's like a special quality in a player who's who's who can be really really good. But Kyle also always had the humility to know that I'm not the star player. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm like a star role player, and I have such a great effect that I have the same effect as star players, maybe even better than star players. But he knew how to play his role. There was a humility that came about it. He would feature other guys in terms of the offense all the time, even when he was in his prime. And yeah, I respect that quality about it because he was able to relate to players all up and down the roster. So yeah, no, yeah, he, I mean, he'd be a great coach, I, man. He'd I, be a great serious, coach. I actually would love if he coached the Raptors one day. No, he'd be a great experience. coach. And I think the way you laid it out too does make me realize. And us talk about his Hall of Fame case earlier. Like Kyle, Kyle's gonna go down as one of the most underrated, underappreciated guys of this generation. Yeah, like I just, I just think it will, and like it's going to be told, like you said, through um, teammates um, at these different stops, like really seeing what he meant to 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 them. Mm-hmm. Um, like you look at getting the respect of a Jimmy Butler and getting respect, you know, on these Team USA rosters from from the highest level. Like, how could you not look at Kyle, like his size, and then look at his basketball IQ and his drive, and like you said, just like no selfishness, like in his game and stuff. Like it's rare in these circles. 
and for him to carve out this career is like so impressive. So, mm-hmm. yeah, being a him being a coach would be sick. Yeah, exactly. He'll also get run out of town, get fired in two years, though. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Yeah. I I would love to see him tease Josh Lewenberg as a coach rather. Than oh man, I didn't even think about the Kyle Pressers. Oh my god! Oh, buddy, it'd be excellent. Man. <laughs> oh my god. You know how Spose had the untrained eye, man? Oh, no. Kyle be talking about that every day, man. <laughs> he bringing in the Sheringan from Naruto, man. <laughs> um, uh, and, and the question was also, Serge as an assistant? Uh, yeah, sir, sir, I mean, I think what, what, what people really <laughs> So this guy's from... going to give 9,000 words to Kyle as a head coach, but no thoughts on Serge as okay. an assistant. <laughs> okay, well, number one, Serge is like genuinely one of the hardest working players in in the league, and yeah. I think it was always very evident whenever we had to wait as media for for Serge, this yeah. guy would take forever. Now sometimes post game it was mostly just like he would the shower and then the the the, the, the skincare routine and then like mm. you go in the, the tubs and this and that and then you know like there was like a but I think that was actually part of it. Like he really did take great care of his body, uh, which is a big part of being a professional athlete. But I also think that like when we went to practices this guy would just like shoot for like an extra hour and a half. And like, sometimes they would usually call practice like 1130. Like Serge won't speak to us at like one. I, there was one time where Serge spoke to us at two. Mm. Right. And I, I think that like, obviously that, that does get a little bit like tedious in terms of, okay, well, I really had to change my whole day around, but it did show me all the time that like, he really had a focus to the way he worked. And um, that's the trade again, that you would want to pass on to a lot of players also in terms of getting along with people man Serge got a lot of great friends why do you think he got so many people guesting on uh, how hungry are you it's not just because alex wrote great scripts for those but it's like he gets along with people like you know what i mean like he goes to milwaukee for how long not even that long but he can get Giannis mm. on his show and they got banter you know what i mean like so Serge really gets along with people in a way like you know like it, it, Kawhi comes to toronto for that one year you know obviously Kawhi is weird right you know like the personality the distance you know he's in and out kind of all that kind of stuff who were his two best friends on the team like it was kyle and and, and Serge. yeah, and yeah i yeah. think there's a people skills that comes with coaching that's so much of the job is that man so you, i could you see got, you, got me sold. you got me sold on this man you like, got great height too because you always you don't yeah. get a diversity of coaches you know what i mean like you need like i'm not and, and you need that because you need people to work out and train with bigs you need people to work out your guards and you obviously need different sizes of people to do that with uh, especially because a lot of times assistant coaches are running into or are literally on the court doing the drills and stuff yeah. like that like I mean, you yeah, know, you do I, need a bigger think, guy too. Man, I'm really trying Serge, to sell this. <laughs> yeah. No, you've sold it to me, man. I think I think for Serge, it just depends on... Um, Speaks different languages, wants. can relate to different yeah. players, different backgrounds, you know But what it I mean? just depends on whether he wants to do it, because I'm sure like post-career, he's going to have a lot of options to do different things mm-hmm. um, outside of basketball. Um, oh, he got know, options. <laughs> maybe partnering with some like money-making apps, um, you know, getting into the fashion world. Um, no, you're like making me that. nervous, man. Don't say anymore. <laughs> but I think like, um, yeah, uh-huh. I think, I, I think down the line when these guys, when their careers are actually over, like, I think that could be cool. When you talk about like the legacy of a Raptors organization, like you see, you see a lot of former players like go back to the organizations that they play for. And, oh like, yeah. Coach, Bro, right? this happens all the time. So I football. would love to see this as kind of an extension of this era of seeing these guys returning. Like, I think the mm-hmm. most prominent example that we've seen is like, just like Alvin Williams. 
yeah, yeah was yeah. like part of the organization for a little bit i want to say mo pete was probably involved with the organization but maybe just like on a consulting mm-hmm. level but like we've never seen the extent of like a star player like a kyle lowry i mean arguably you know obviously greatest raptor of all time shows to the grow like but to, to, to me that would like that would make me feel really good about this organization for them to be able to extend what sure. this 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 legacy of this group means to them and I think so. that's a sign of a healthy organization too. Right? Damn, I'm so like, man. This is the if, first basketball idea that has me excited in like four months, man. No, nah, put Damn. this in the time. Put this in the time codes, man. This is part of the rundown now. But like, oh, thank man. you for this question, anonymous uh, person. Yeah, thank you but, to Anon. Yeah. Um. But like, yeah, you, you know, the Raptors as an organization weren't that healthy before, right? Like, I mean, I obviously I read prehistoric, and I can't wait for everyone else to read it when. The book comes out, especially after we find your census data and find that you're making six figures. If you're making six figures and you and you listen to this podcast and you don't buy prehistoric, we're calling you out on air. All right. I, I, anyway, but like you read about, no, like, don't the buy prehistoric. Of the franchise man, at that I want to be humbled. Yeah. No, no, buy prehistoric. Come on, man. You don't you, you understand how hard Alex has worked on this. Like, you, why do you think this man's going to therapy? That's half the reason. Um, I gotta, I gotta pull up your blurb, <laughs> but go on. Yeah, yeah but uh, I, I think. You know, like stars left on 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 painful accounts, right? And that's not to say that it was like the fans' fault or organizations' fault. Sure, sure Vince holds some fault in that. I'm sure Tracy holds some fault in that. I'm Vince sure Chris definitely Bosch... holds some fault, but we can yeah. go ahead and just let that slide. I guess. No, no. you know what it is, man. It, it, honestly, in the way modern NBA players are moving, in terms of the headlines I've heard about John, the headlines I've heard about Zion, like I'm like, yeah, you know, Vince wanted to leave the team. The team was trash. I get it. Like, fine, whatever. Um, but like. That wasn't possible in the past, but the Raptors have been a very healthy organization for the last 10 years. So if players were able to come back to organization and they wanted to stay on long term, I would love that. It builds a feeling of community. It builds a feeling of family. Like I'm looking at the Heat bench, right? They got Karan Butler on there. And it's like, you know what? That's cool, man. Karan obviously played a lot of places, very respected vet, but he's there. You know what I mean? And like, you know, Quinn Cook. Not Quinn Cook. Why was I saying his name? Chris, 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 Chris Quinn. Chris Quinn, yeah. Chris no, Quinn Cook, all right? Like he, no, he's but that's there, what I'm saying. You know what I mean? That's like, what I'm saying. It's like even something small like a Chris Quinn, it's like... Or like Udonis, who's like yeah. clearly this one more an assistant than a player. Yeah, but it's like, like Chris Quinn is not someone that you think about in any way, but it's like the way you associate him with like the Heat organization, to me, it's special. Like mm-hmm. to me, Udonis Haslam being there is special. And like, I think it's great for these guys when they come back, like a Serge and Kyle, you know, you get your tribute videos and like they 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 speak so glowingly about the city all the time. But to me, that's not enough. Like to me, it's like if these guys have an actual interest in wanting to be part yeah. of basketball, part of the organization, like the Raptors should make a full effort to to make sure that the, these guys come in when when they're retired because that's how you build culture too, right? Yep. Like imagine yep. having Kyle as part of your organization in the years like 2030. And like to, to, to 2040, and he's here like actually mentoring. And, and like we would all support that guys. too. It'd be yeah. immensely popular. Yeah. And it's like the, the organization legit, like, like they just haven't been long enough to really have had to cycle these, um, mm. had these opportunities, especially because like there's been, like you mentioned, so many like player turnovers, like superstars never really stayed and stuff. So this is like their first opportunity to really do something like this. Yeah. And again, it, it happens in other sports too. That's the thing. Like mm-hmm. in, in, in soccer, like, like, you know who's coaching Barcelona right now? Uh, uh who? Uh, Pep? Yeah. No. Well, Pep used to coach them, and Pep is a good okay. example. Pep was the captain of Barcelona mm. back in the day, right? Um, yeah. But their coach right now is Xavi. You know uh, Xavi from, from the Spanish uh, team? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Bro, he's a former Barcelona player. 
Oh my god, man! Yeah. Yo, that's crazy. This how that, do you spell like that? J A like, V I? No, X X A V I. Oh, I've seen the kit. Yeah, yeah you okay. seen it? Yeah, yeah. Number Zavi, yeah. Zavi. Yeah. All right, all right. But you know, like, or like, who's the candidate to replace Jurgen Klopp if Jurgen were to leave Liverpool? It it's like the leading candidates are like Steven Gerrard. Or yeah, like so, oh, so they keep it like very in-house, like rotate through the legacy of the of the squad. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. obviously, like soccer has had like a hundred plus years to build up their traditions. Sure. So they're obviously going to be ahead of a, a newer, relatively newer league, like, you know, the NBA and especially a, a expansion franchise like the Raptors. Like the Raptors started in 95. Um, yeah. Compare that to like when Liverpool was established in like the late 1800s. Like, you know, obviously there's going to be a difference in terms of continuity, but mm-hmm. um yeah, that'd be a cool idea, man. I'm sure like there'd be a, be a hundred percent approval rating to get Kyle to be the head coach eventually. Yeah, and provided that he has it. enough as, uh, uh, coaching experience, like from being an assistant, from being a G League coach. Of course, wherever. like and he and he and he can come in and get that experience. I think it's like aside from just winning the press conference and like you know having the hundred percent approval rating, it's like these are smart basketball minds. Mm-hmm. Like like anybody, any team would want a Kyle Lowry on their coaching staff if that's something that he wanted to do. Yeah, and I think the Raptors would be. You know, as long as Kyle, if this is something that Kyle is open to doing. Like, you know, the, the, the Raptors will be failing their organization by not, like, fully pursuing that and getting them in. Man, yeah. this is the most passionate I've been about this team since wow. Kyle was here. Maybe this is why they're delaying the coaching search. They want to hire Kyle. <laughs> no, but it's like, you've opened my mind just in this conversation to, like, understanding about just more, like, like just the legacy. Like, how an organization can build this type of legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah um, exactly. And, and and Masai talks about this all the time. And Masai oh, yeah, yeah. references soccer teams all the time. So like for you to make those soccer comparisons of how they bring in players that used to play there and stuff, like I would love for, for the Raptors to approach that the same way. Yeah. Like I know Marcus Soul's not gonna do this because he's chilling. Oh, but Mark just, would be amazing. You know what I mean? Like Mark is your big man coach. Mm-hmm. Like what? Could he be a Jamal McGlore? Yeah. Like it, that, that would be amazing. So, I don't know. I, I think there is something there. And, like, this is such a special group, especially that championship-era group, that, like, I mean, they should just bring everyone except for Kawhi because Kawhi uh, is going to be like, this is going to be bloody as hell. No, man. man Kawhi he, like, yeah, man, no, no, no practice today, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, why do we play the regular season for? 82 games. See Yo, my God. He's going to be like, can we make the playoffs by going 10 and 72? <laughs> Oh, Yo, Kawhi's head coach would be so funny, man. I'm sorry, man. Yo, no, that's not even real life. That's that's just like an SNL skit, man. Oh man, oh that'd be a great SNL, man. Oh, like, got to win the possession battle, guys. Board man gets paid. All right. Let's go. Oh no, man. <laughs> oh Yo, no. Yo, you know what? Be... I need Kawhi's head coach, man. Oh my god. He'd He's be like, like a... oh, why don't you just shoot a brick and let it bounce in four times, like? <laughs> He'd be a Joe Cheese, man. He'd be like, yo, no one wanna ask me about my game two adjustments. He'd like, no, yo, no, no time out. I'm trying to go home. I'm trying to I'm trying to catch yo. the last flight to San Diego. Yo, <laughs> yo, he'd be wild, sick as a coach, man. man. No, that's oh. wild. Let's see this. Let's see let's see this book blurb from William Liu of the oh, Raptor yeah. Show. There we go. He said, Prehistoric is the story of how an unlikely cast of characters bonded as a family to deliver the first NBA franchise in Canada. The author brings you closer to everyone involved from the staffers scrambling to sell tickets to the unlikely owner who won the bid and to the cast off players who became cult heroes in Toronto. This book is a must have for all Raptors fans from the day ones wanting a nostalgia trip 
to the newer fans who will spot the same roots in the team almost three decades later. Mm. Damn, that was pretty hard, bro. That, that's how you know I read the whole book, man. Nah, that's because that's hard, what you kind of did at the end, too, man. You connected a little bit. You're like, you know, yeah. David Stoudemire is currently doing this, and like that's pretty know, hard, like, man. Yeah, Isaiah Tom's currently doing this, mm. and like Elaine Kwan is currently putting on live shows for for us mm, also Mer- calling you the author is wild bro as if i don't know you like- no that's hard um marin fader alex wong is that rare writer who can make a reader from any walk of life care deeply about the people he writes about mm. long after the last sentence prehistoric is much more than a basketball book the beautiful innovative exploration of a franchise reminds us that hoops can be a haven for belonging and community nice Damn, these nice. are hard, yo. All right, no more, man. I can't read yeah. all these. What did Joseph Cacharo say? All right, last one. Joseph Cacharo. From the Raptors' origins as a mere idea in a dreamer's head to the team's push to sell basketball in a hockey mad town to how a diverse cast of characters found themselves on an NBA expansion team in Canada, Prehistoric is an unrivaled account of how this beloved team came to be. This book is essential reading for one of the most rabid and diverse fan bases in sports. Mm. That's the a good, are man. always good though man no it's good uh, to see you getting this love because again once once people get to read the book like they're gonna be really really impressed man yeah it's gonna be dope yeah. but now now I salute focused... to you for putting in that effort man because I, I know you, you probably read reread your manuscript like 38 times by now brother i still gotta do another reread this weekend um... <laughs> all this guy does is listen to his own pod and read his own book man god damn who are you standing even, here, man? Even my editor's like, bro, bro, this got to be the final check. <laughs> he's like, he literally put it in the email. He's like, you're just checking the last set of changes. We're not reading it through again. <laughs> nah, man, but like, I need people to be thorough about this, man. Like, whatever, yo. Whatever, yo. If nobody cares, nobody cares as much as me, I got to be the one that takes the lead. No, but fair, yes, man. prehistoric October. I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make sure you don't buy it. Humble me, humble me. No, yeah, man. Don't, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Don't go on Amazon and look for prehistoric. No, nah, I'm about to cop 50 copies and hand it out on the street, man. No, like, that's Amir Johnson did for nothing. That's what's the same. Let me calculate 50 retail price, 38. No, you can't no give me a bulk deal? <laughs> Bro, you can't give me a bulk deal? Oh, I can actually get you a bulk deal. Yeah, yeah. give me a bulk deal. And then Sahal's, you know. a, Sahal's a Play Forever um, charity. Uh, team, charity, um, is, is buying 50 books and doing an event. Okay, uh, yeah, yeah. University of Toronto is doing an event. Uh, Patois in Vintage We Trust. Mm. Um, lots of other places, man. and we're going to be making community comes together, man. And we're going to be making merch at every event. You already know. Um, oh, working with yeah. Mitchell and Ness right now on some original merch as well. Oh um, yeah, okay. tied to the book. Can't uh, wait we to gotta do something. We gotta Carlos do something Rogers as well. Jersey. <laughs> we, me and you gotta do. We gotta do something as well. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I've got the publisher. We either do our own event or like I think Chapters Indigo might be down for us to do some kind of book thing. And then obviously we I can mean, get listeners. Us? That's up. just you, bro. That's no, but you should be there. Book. We can. We can do it as a Raptor show. I'll, I'll host. I'll ho- I'll ask you yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can yeah. host, but like we'll just basically turn it into a Raptor show thing. Oh, okay, all right. So like, yo, is Gretzky still around, bro? We got to We got to launch the book at Gretzky. <laughs> no, Gretzky right. shut down, man. Yo, oh. this guy, this guy read the book and now he's gonna name drop Gretzky's, man. Mm. Get out of here, man. Yo, Gretzky. This guy wasn't yo. familiar with the great one, man. <laughs> This is what Gretzky's feel like in the nighttime. <laughs> Yo, this is what Gretzky feels like in 1993. 
Elaine Kwan walks over to a, a dial-up phone or whatever. Yo, that's wild. A rotary phone. She on a pager, man. She on a pay phone trying to call John Bitto. Yo, chill, man. Why does this sound like a crime movie? Anyways, I'm glad you enjoyed yeah. the book. Yeah, um, and, and I really think people, people yo people hit me up if you want the PDF copy. All right, I'll just send you. The no, PDF. man, don't distribute it, man. It's for, I'm, 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 I'm please. A this guy got the pandemic, man. But anyways, yeah, I got that um, WMD. We're almost done recording. It is. Um, it this is, is officially a banter pod. We're just gonna label this as a banter pod and go because there's no other reason for this thing to be three hours. But no, it's gonna be called the Friday Mailbag, man. People, real, real astute listeners should know that you're you're. You're getting like five banter pods a week, basically, right now. Yeah, exactly. So, hope you guys appreciate that. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, please rate, review, subscribe. Please send in questions and thoughts to um, email info at stephenlebron.com. And we will be back with an episode on Monday. Yeah. So, no, I'm really excited. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to see- reading the emails again because I feel like that was really cool. Just to hear people's extended thoughts. I mean, the questions are great, a great way to interact, but I, I, I do want to see that. Yeah, well. please send us your emails, man. Just so, thoughts on things, whatever you like. We'll be more specific about it next time so that we can actually get more mail. So yeah. uh, thanks for listening to this week. Um, yeah, sign us off. All right. That does for the podcast. Thanks everyone for listening. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye.